this is my opportunity to tell you that this topic was brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Why should you use Squarespace, ladies and gentlemen? Well, it's simple. Number one, it's easy. Creating your website with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. You can add and arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse. You get a free custom domain. Squarespace makes adding a domain to your site simple. If you sign up for a year, you receive the custom domain for a year free. There you go. A year for a year. Eye for an eye, they say, Kevin. Leaves the whole world with custom domains. Uh, you got beautiful templates. Design in a best design a best-in-class online store with Squarespace's award-winning templates, customizable settings, and more. All without a single plug-in. And probably most importantly, they have customer support 24-7. You need these guys, you can hit up them no matter the hour. You drop them the email, you go in there, you talk to them, they got things, they're chatting away, they talk to you online. It's great. Now, a lot of times we put out these ads and you guys say, you're a liar. I've never seen you do anything with that. That's a lie if you're saying that's a lie because you know you're lying to us when we're not telling you, we're, we're telling you we're not lying because if you remember, kindoffunny.com V1 was built by Nick Scarpino in Squarespace. And as I always say, Nick, if Nick Scarpino can do it, literally anyone can do it. I don't know how old you are listening to this, sir or madam. Maybe you've never seen a computer. But again, if Nick Scarpino can take those sausage fingers of his and pound out on the buttons what needs to happen and make a website happen, that shows you how easy Squarespace is. So start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter the offer code kind of funny to get 10% off your first purchase. It says there's no more. The tagline isn't. They don't have the tagline anymore, Kevin. Remember, build it beautiful. Now they have the one Squarespace set your website apart. But I still say build it, you beautiful bastards. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside a motley crew today. <laughs> First off, yeah, this would be news on its own. The glue, Kevin Coelho here. This is where you talk. You talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's hey, going on? This is your first Game Over Greggy show. Like yeah. Your first real well, Game Over Greggy show. Not where we're like drunkenly sitting around a chair at the table for the four Well, hours. we're drinking, but. Oh, Lord. Give, me, give me a cheers to that. Over here. Over here. Comic Book Girl 19. <laughs> get out of here. You don't get anything. It's coffee time. Hi. Hey, hey Comic guys. Book Girl. Get it right up on that. Don't be afraid of it. Hey. Hey. I know, oh, you, I know hey. you've never been on YouTube before. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for coming all the way from LA to hang yeah, out with us. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks cheers. for having me. Motherfucker. Oh, oh. god damn it. Got it. Oh. These sons of bitch. What is getting oh, delivered god, now? Man, he, he went through there. He like went to yeah. And over there, the pure one, Tim Gettys. Well, Timos. Hello. Hi. This is really you? exciting. This really is... excited about all of this. It's going to be a good show. I can feel it. I can tell. It's just. I can't. First off, the ice bucket making its return because we're drinking Valiant on the show again. We haven't done this in forever. Mm-hmm. I'm honored. Our new friend 19 here. Mm-hmm. Kevin Coelho here doing his thing. Yeah. Of course, since he's doing the thing here, he's got to take notes here. And he's, It's just weird to see him like in the Nick spot with the headphones and the thing here where he's monitoring stuff over there when he should be over there monitoring. Yeah, he would have gotten this these packages no problem People on his own. People going to be able to see what Kevin has to do normally on the show. That's what? it. No, come on back. What was the package? What did the package look like? Was it a good package? Was it from Amazon? 
Was it my Suicide Squad stuff? It was a big box and a medium sized box. Do you guys do Prime? Oh yeah, oh, we, oh, yeah. come on. Man, you can't live we, we look like a bunch of clowns. Well, like I, I was actually talking to some people that were like in my age bracket, and they were like, "I was like Amazon Prime, right?" And they were like, "What are you talking in LA? about?" Yeah. Wow. Oh, see, I would, if you're in the mm. middle of the country or something, I would. Be, it's okay. You don't know what Prime is. I guess that's fine. Right. Here we live and die by Prime. Yeah. yeah. There's no, you know, here there's no like WalMarts to go to. No. I, I heard that in San Francisco actually they have like next day or it's they day, do? day Prime of. now. Yeah. Prime now, yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, a friend yeah. of mine said that he got a package in like 11 minutes from when he ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, there was one day where I needed a new uh, charger before I left on a trip. Yeah, and I got it in 30 minutes or whatever. Some guy ran it over. Yeah. I heard that Amazon, you know how those midnight releases for games? They're going to start sending people at midnight. To deliver your game. Really? True story. Okay. True story. Wasn't sure if that was going to be a Tim. No, joke that's a real, there. real story. Okay. Yeah. Amazon. I think of everything. Yeah. That shit's good. Convenience. That, is king. that shit's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Where the fuck Kevin. were you, Kevin? I'm excited. It's a big moment. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. You blew it. You blew it right there. No, not because the table, because she's here. Oh, this oh, is I'm exciting. No, yeah, he, he's a big fan. We're all big fans. I he was, the he's, biggest. he's the biggest problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I say I was I was on your channel first, I think. Personally. No, no, absolutely no, no, no. not. Yeah, I think no. so. No, 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 no. Kevin. Kevin told me about you many, many moons ago. Kevin's and OG. I was instantly upset. Kevin is the OGest of OG. Well, Kevin, what's the first episode that you watched? What's the what was the oh. one that got you? I mean, it was the Game of Thrones, like yeah. um the the oh, what was the first stuff? The Epic History I, ones, right? No, it wasn't that it was before the Epic History ones. It was just Game of Thrones season one, like review or something. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And Thanks, then you bro. had so much gold on there. And it's still coming and it's long form and I love it. We're going to get to that. Each bringing a <laughs> random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you get each and every episode early along with a bunch of exclusives, perks, and goodies. If you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. Head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny where we post the entire show topic by topic, day by day, until it goes up as one big MP3 and video for free. Now, 19. Comic yes. book girl, 19. Yes. If, uh, we know you. Kevin is in love with you. He's Don't worry. He's it's, engaged. It's, no, everybody is. It's fine. Yeah, no, it's that's true. good. We all are. I know. Um, <laughs> first, the people out there who don't know your story, they don't know who you are. Who are you and why are you here? Okay. Um, well, geez, that's oh, such a question. How is she doing with the microphone? Do I need to... How keep, am I doing go, with this microphone? She's doing fine. Okay. Good. Okay. okay. Oh, gosh. Okay, so uh, I am a person. I went to art school. Um, I went to art school, and you know, I love critiquing art, and I love art. It's a big yeah. thing of mine. I have a degree in comic books, of all things. What's a degree in comic um, books look like? Were you the nineteenth well, person to get right. that? Yeah. Uh, you got me. I know. <laughs> it's uh, she's like, I gotta go. Just uh, walk back to LA. Uh, <laughs> the um, yeah. So yeah, I got a degree in comic books, uh, and I was trying to get into doing comic books. But, but what does just, that mean? What does that mean? Where, so where do you go for a degree in comic books? Uh, and then what does that mean? Like in okay. terms of you got a degree in drawing comics? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went to Savannah College of Art and Design in Georgia. Okay. I had a, a pretty sweet scholarship, so I went to a private art school, but I still got a lot of student loans, so it was like fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, I wanted to draw and create comic books and things like that. And uh, but man, let me tell you, trying to break into the comic industry is pretty. It's pretty hard. It's a tough cookie to crack. Yeah. And uh, after a little while, I was just like, you know what? I need to do something else. So I started tattooing instead. I tattooed for five years. Uh, during that five years, I met and moved out to L.A. My creative partner, Tyson Persall, Tyson Wheeler. Uh, he is the director of our show. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was watching him do all these like crazy short films like by himself because he's like he's like ridiculous. Like he does like everything like writes it, directs it, edits it, composites it, like everything. 
And so I was like, hey, dude, like, why don't we just like get me drunk and talk about X-Men and that would be pretty cheap and it wouldn't take you like three years to finish a project. Was that an upsell though? Did he, was um, he like, I make films 19. <laughs> I'm not going to go out and watch you get drunk and talk about he it. Was, no, he was kind of down because it was, okay, so I kind of snuck in. He was in a weird place because before I, I we had come together, he had a creative partner, uh, this other guy, Brett, and we just released actually their, um, their project together, Ghost Perv. On our YouTube Ghost channel, Ghost Perv. Ghost Perv, yeah. And can, I can you keep, yeah, please give, me the give us the pitch, pitch on uh, Ghost um, Perv. Okay, so Ghost Perv, it's okay. You have this guy; he's like this pervy uh, construction worker guy, and this really pretty girl walks by, and uh, he dies, and then comes back and haunts her. Uh, and he can. And the thing is, is if you're a ghost and you can be in a pretty girl's room, well, you can like see her like in the shower and stuff like that. You can peep on her all the time. There's nothing sure, she can sure. do about it. So he does, and there's definitely some like. Masturbation shenanigans and stuff that goes on in this movie, like it's must be shenanigans. Some ectoplasm may yeah. or may not yeah, be there happening. It is, there it is. There it is. Um, it's pretty raunchy, and uh, yeah, I'm not in it, but I helped produce it and and do stuff like that. So, anyways, uh, Brett moved to Texas, and so he, you know, Tyson was like, "Oh, I need a I need someone to make stuff with," yeah. and I was like, "Hey, you want to make some stuff with me?" So he gave me a shot, and I think it paid off pretty well. And so, uh, yeah, so we started making the show, started uploading it to YouTube. Uh, just talking about comic books and stuff like that. And uh, I was really excited to be doing it because I, I was like, oh, I want to be, you know, I don't see many girls talking about comic books. Right. And so, and I don't see people talking about them in the way that I talk about them. And, and I don't really have anyone to talk to about comic sure. books. So like, I was like, maybe I'll talk to a camera about them. And uh, I guess people really liked it. So how long have you been doing comic book girl 19 now? Four years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Four years now. So for the first year, uh, I was still tattooing, and then he was doing odd jobs and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, just we hit like about almost 50, we were like 40,000 subscribers, I think, when we launched our Kickstarter. And then I think we got 50,000 not soon after that. And so we did a Kickstarter, and I quit my job the very first day of our Kickstarter. We smashed our goal. It was really awesome. Was the goal um, I quit my job? Uh, well, well, the, we had our, you know, Kickstarter goal goal and I was already quitting. I was like, I already just, I was like, I'm out, whatever it does. Like I'm out. I can, we can figure this out. And so it did great. And what was I, the, the goal and what was it for? What was the um, Kickstarter for? And when was this? Give us the whole story. Okay. So, okay. This, the Kickstarter was, I guess, April, 2012 or 2013, whatever, whatever three years ago was, right. um, so, yeah, we did a Kickstarter where we wanted to make more episodes more quickly, essentially, which mean, meant just us like quitting our jobs and then working on it full time. Sure. So, yeah, so we did this big Kickstarter. Our goal was $20,000. Uh, we raised about 60. So, and that, that was just, we, we smashed our first goal in the first day of the 20,000. And like, it was like, we did not expect that. It was really amazing. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, our fans really supported us and they wanted to see more. So we did quit our jobs and then we started working on the show full time. And man, let me tell you, fulfilling Kickstarter orders is really nuts. Like, cause there's like people like you have to do all that stuff. Yep, we yep. had really, really cool incentives, but I kind of overdid it a little bit. You know, yep. it's, it's your, it was my first time. No, know? we know that too. We're yeah. quite familiar. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. We'll sign all the posters. Yeah. And then people are like, Hey, I got an, I got a poster tube, but no poster. And then that other people like, nice I got a poster tube with two posters. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, and you got to deal with that. Yeah. Like on yeah, yeah. an individual. Yeah. There's basis. nowhere else for it to go. The work doesn't go anywhere yeah. else. It doesn't go anywhere else. So, you know, so I did that. We, and we got that done and it was really, it was wonderful. And then uh, the next year, like the thing is, is, you know, our ad revenue stuff, you know, it's YouTube. It's not, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have a million subscribers. You know what I'm saying? So uh, just so half a million. So no wait, no, well, almost. We're <laughs> almost so close. 
Um, but yeah, so we uh, we always have to kind of find outside sources, whether that's through like Audible ads, sure. sponsorships, whatever. And uh, another thing that we did was a calendar the next year. We did the 2015 cosplay sexy magic calendar. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a lot of it was a lot of fun doing that. And that kind of that funding carried us for a long time. Sure. So now we recently just started doing Patreon. We oh, heard of it. We know that side. <laughs> yeah, We've heard you, that may side. Have, you may have heard of it. Uh, we just got on Patreon, so we got that going on as well. And then, uh, yeah, we've also, in addition to our YouTube content where we talk about mo- comics, movies, whatever is, you know, the weird stuff around comics and movies. Sure. Uh, everything. Uh, we also, I don't know, talk about uh, the X-Men a lot. We've done three X-Men, Epic History X-Men documentaries. And we've done a awesome. lot of Game of Thrones so stuff. A yeah. lot of Game of Thrones stuff. Uh and yeah, we try to do kind of longer, more, I don't know, like look past the surface because a lot of people just talk about surface shit. And I'm like, no, let's talk about the themes. And, again, I went to art school. So it's sure. like, I want to like, that's what you do. You put somebody puts their art up there and you say, oh, I like this about it. And this about it isn't working. And so, you know, I think that critique should be in more than just art schools. I feel like it's really good for humanity. I feel like a lot of people online don't necessarily always understand, like, it's okay to like something but not love something yeah, and so get into to it like and... it but also be real about it a lot of people are sensitive on the internet these days oh, i don't yeah. know if you've noticed this Whew. yeah they sure are they, <laughs> they don't sure like are. they don't, don't like opinions they don't That's like really opinions. What it is. they don't like being told they're being wrong they hate when the cast is all female oh, they hate yeah. that oh yeah, yeah. They get them. so here's what i want to know you can drink your bourbon okay what i want to know is for you when do you fall in love with comics this has to happen at an early age right to set you on this path that absolutely you're gonna... absolutely uh i remember i was a young impressionable girl in fourth grade i believe and i think that's when the spider-man and the x-men cartoons came out oh yeah uh and so solid times and i'd already had some run-ins with superheroes through uh, my uncle he's only 10 years older than me so when i visited him and my grandma he had like star star wars stuff star trek stuff like they Real nerd watch, stuff. Yeah, they made me watch like Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. Like I read like Dark Knight Returns at his mm, house. Mm. Like, you know, and I was probably way too young for it, but I loved it. It was great. A female Robin, cool. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was like, yes, Gary Kelly. Like, awesome. I'm in. And so, yeah, so with his kind of influence, and he always gave me hand me down, uh, his hand me down like Nintendos and Super sure. Nintendos and mm. stuff. So I was playing video games too. I was doing all this that. This sounds like a cool uncle. You know, I was doing, yeah, he was cool. He was cool. And uh, and so yeah. That's kind of where it started. I really fell in love with X-Man and Spider-Man. Uh, and I, so I started like getting the cards, like the 1994 oh, yeah. Flare Ultra cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're finding out like how powerful everybody yes. is. Yeah. And they have a little story. I love those cards. I just recently rebought them a couple of years ago just because they're so, mm-hmm. they're really nostalgic. Yeah, trading cards is such a funny thing because they, they exist for everything. We were at Comic-Con last mm-hmm. week and you're walking by and I'm just like, why, why is there Super Mario Bros. the movie cards? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is a thing. People buy them. All right. Yeah. Cool. Are, are they still making them? Are they still a big deal? Kevin, you're the youngest. I think they're still making them. They yeah. still make them. Yeah. I mean, the, but are they I, a big deal these kids i remember Pokemon just blow up again well no that's different though trading cards collectible cards i will never forget when i got the final card i needed when i saw matt noel going through his terminator 2 cards and i saw the one card i didn't have for my collection that had the entire collection of terminator 2 cards and then i was like what the fuck do i do with all these terminator 2 cards you have them in a binder exactly yeah yeah Yeah, i got all these twin peaks cards (laughs) 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 um they're really ridiculous um, but yeah, so from there, I just, I don't know, I started hanging out in comic book stores. Like, nice. there was a bunch where I lived. I, I grew up in Huntsville, Alabama. And uh, yeah, I hung out at Com- Comic Corner and I took comic book drawing classes because I used to draw a whole bunch. Yeah. And it was like my little deal in life, a little drawer. 
And so, yeah, so it's just kind of stuck with that. I went through high school. I had a really great art teacher who was like really encouraging. And uh, she was like, you can go to art school. You don't have to be a doctor. And because also I was going to maybe be as a doctor. And I, I had like I had two full rides. I had one to UAH and UAB. And so I wouldn't have had to have student loans, but I was like, I want to go to art school. Yeah, it's, classic. And you know what? Fuck being a doctor. <laughs> well, it's just, it's a lot of school. It's like, no, it's like, a ton of like school. nine to 11 years of school. And it's school. all super confusing. People, they graduate school, but then they still have residencies and something else. And there's <laughs> all these other real things. things. I don't know what the hell no. Yeah, no, I want to do, but I want to do like forensic pathology where you're like cutting up dead people and stuff like that. Cause <laughs> it's like, it's like a puzzle. You want to find out why they died. But, you know, exactly. I don't need to be in a morgue. I need to be out there living as yeah. an artist. God damn it. So, I got to be out there. So that's what I did. And, you know, SCAD, I have a love-hate relationship with SCAD. But it really prepared me for definitely, like, being in L.A. Because mm-hmm. L.A. is, like, it's like a giant art school because you have all the different, like, oh, here's the photography people. And then, like, yeah. there's, like, this, the, anima- the animation people. Was there film kids at the yeah, school, too? Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. film kids. There's the film uh, kids. That's what Tyson actually went to film school there. So, oh, cool. Yeah. So is that how you guys met then? Um, oh, It's so weird. We went to the same high school. We didn't know each other. And then in Huntsville or Madison, Alabama. And then we went to the same college. And we met there through, like, mutual friends who also went to the same high school. And then, yeah, and we just knew each other for years. And then, uh, yeah, and he was he was out here a year before I was out mm. here. He was living with his friend, Robert Hoffman, who's another person from Madison. And he was like a dancer and he was in um, like Step Up 2. He was like oh, the step lead up from step Alabama up to Step Up 2. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, they were buddies and they were they were hanging out. And then I moved out. And then a couple of years later, I started making the show, and I've been in L.A. for six years yeah, now. Yeah, but I mean, so that's the thing. Now, you're jumping over so much here. Okay, and, I know. And you're fascinating so, there's a lot. Story. There's a lot. You keep saying the show. If somebody doesn't know, is, is the show is just you talking to the, the camera about comics and things that interest you, right? Yeah. And then there's a robot. Yeah, my robot sidekick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> robot. So you're, you're, in, you're in the tattoo shop. Um, and you're tattooing people and you're like, there's got to be more to life than this. Yeah. And you say, well, why don't you film me talking about X-Men? Yeah. Do you think at that time that you, this is going to set you on a path? Or are you just trying to, ha- you just want to talk about X-Men? I just want to talk about X-Men. Yeah. I know. I didn't have any like, oh, this is some push that we're making. It was just like, oh, let's try this. And I, I, you know, I did the art thing for a long time and I kind of forgot about my performing side of myself. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I was like a little performer. Sure. But I'd, I'd forgotten all about that. And then, you know having a amazing videographer partner right there just like well hey put me on camera like, yeah, yeah. i've been watching him put other people on camera i'm like i can do that so yeah so he did and it, i guess it clicked with the audience because i don't know I'm, I'm like so the way i talk i i talk i mean i have these conversations with myself i think a, i overthink things a lot i sure. have a lot to say so it's like really great to have just an impartial camera to talk to about all of my things that never interrupts you just imagine going huh oh, yeah, yeah it's tell me more like, about that yeah oh, yeah there's so much and i like i said i don't have a lot of people that i can talk that like my own friends and family like they don't necessarily watch my stuff like they don't want to like a lot of my mm. friends don't read comic books of like course. they don't do any of this stuff so I, you know, it's interesting. Was that hard though? I mean, you, you said, you know, growing up, you get in the comics, you start hanging out at the comic shops. Mm-hmm. Was it not having a peer on that level? Were you worried about falling out of it ever? Um, wait, say that one more time. Were you worried about falling out of comics and art and all this stuff? Or like not having, even when you go to art school, you'd mentioned there's not many women involved with comics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, for me personally, I've always been attracted to, I, don't, I just like what I like and I like mm-hmm. comic books. And, you know, for me, I've had a really great experience with like 
guys and boys over the year like they're not like super mean to me because i'm like cool and then they're cool to me and it's just fine yeah you scare so, most of them probably well yeah that's you intimidate too. tim look at him yeah i'm so intimidated no, it's, it's true people ask they're like people are like do you get hit on all the time i'm like no like, <laughs> like, people, i put off the vibe of don't fuck with like, me so now i'm left I, and I, i'm weird people are like is she a lesbian i don't know uh you know and it's just like i and that's fine with me like perfect <laughs> like, let the mystery like, continue yeah. it's fine um but yeah, wait, where was I? Fuck, no, like I've been drinking and you're getting me all excited. Hey, you're the one who wanted to drink. You brought this on yourself. I so all right, I, want the, the I want the history. I, I didn't know. Okay, I wasn't fine. done. Remember, because what I was Go, saying Greg. was it hard to find peers? Like when, since you were, you were hanging out at comic shops, yeah. not many females who want to do what you right. want to do. You, your friends don't even like it that much. Right. Were you ever in a point where like trying to almost falling out of it? Well, I mean, I've gone in and out of comic books, like, especially, well, in college, like in high school, I was reading a whole bunch. And mm. then in college, like I was a really poor college sure. art no, student. I well. uh, so I was not buying comic books. I was going to the bookstore and just reading them off the shelf and yeah. then putting them back. And I'm like, I feel terrible, but yeah. I, I would I used to buy you, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, I had a boyfriend. He had, I would read his comics because he's like had a family who was like kind of supporting him more. Yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of had to support myself a little bit more in college. So I was like working a whole bunch. and I just didn't have that. <laughs> Uh yeah, I was like stealing like a lot of food from Walmart at one point. <laughs> but I got away with it. It was fine. How are you stealing it? Give everybody the pro tips. Uh, like you're going to the produce I mean, market, putting apples in your pockets? Yeah, I mean well Luna bars especially. Uh, those are really you can just get yeah, the singles course, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um yeah, so there was some of that going on. But it was it was like Wild West. It was Savannah, Georgia's weird. That's a weird place, guys. Like it is you like that place is not the I don't know. It's it's interesting. Hmm. But um but yeah, so I got out of it then and then when I was working at the tattoo shop, uh, there was a piercer there, Kirk, Captain Kirk. He's been on my show before. Uh, he was every like Wednesday, he was going to get his comic books. And then me and the owner, Coop, were like, we want to read your comic books, you know. And so then it got to the point where we would shut down the shop every Wednesday. And then we would go <laughs> yeah, get our awesome. comic books and come back. And then we'd all read them. And then, you know, if somebody got one that the other one didn't buy, we'd trade them around. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so we were doing that for, like, when the New 52, like, first started coming yeah. out, um, that's when we, like, I really got back into it. And I read a whole bunch of that. Um, that was the perfect time to dive in. Sure. And, All the number uh, ones again. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a good time to dive in. Back and so, walk again. <laughs> well, I was, yeah. Well, whatever. And then, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I got back into it. And then after that, like, I'd been so knowledgeable about reading everything at that point yeah. that I was ready to do the show because I'd kind of boned back up on everything. So then talk me through the first few episodes of the show. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not where it is, obviously, now. But, right. I mean, was it still in... Was it on its way to that? Like, because the robot's such a g genius fucking idea. I wish <laughs> yeah. we had a robot. Okay. I can I can talk about robot. Um, if you... We just released uh, Life in Space, which is another one of Tyson Wheeler's short films. Uh, I appear as a dead person on the floor and one thing. Again, I'm not, like, really in it. But uh, oh yeah, I am a I am an alien. Actually, I bump and but you can't tell it's me. It's really stupid. Um, but <laughs> robot robot was in that. Yeah. Um, but before that, he was built originally to be in a car commercial uh, in Atlanta. But it never. I don't think the car commercial ever happened or something. <laughs> and uh, and so you know, robot was just hanging out. Uh, you know, in the corner back there. And I you know I had been trying to get rid of him. I was like, can we just get rid of this guy? Like hanging out, like taking up all the space on yeah, the balcony. Yeah. And uh, and then so Tyson was like, no, we're starting this show. I want Robot to be on it. And then I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> like that, that robot is a lot to deal with. Um, like, because, you know, I'm breaking the fourth wall here and T-Bone's going to get so bummed at me and breaking the fourth wall. He doesn't want me to do it, but I'm going to do it for you guys anyways. 
that costume sucks to wear and I'm the one who has to wear that shit half the time I'm little. and it's like hurts your arms and like that so my my annoyance at robot is very real it's like <laughs> it's just like ugh, you know and uh, I just love him because he's like the perfect foil for you because you're so knowledgeable and every time you cut to him he asks like the dumbest question I know and I genuinely don't know what he's going to say is the thing like a lot of times like it is I'm very much caught off guard by whatever it is like it's not scripted it's not a scripted show you know it's like we have some bullet points of things we want to talk about with Mm -hmm. our review but we don't uh have it all like here's my line you know well that's the thing is it seems like you guys work in 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 this really interesting partnership obviously with you bringing on camera and knowledge and him being the videographer and all these different mm-hmm. things but then even like watching the uh the apocalypse review you'd put up mm-hmm. i noticed like you know you'd hear him say something you'd be like oh right blah, blah, blah. like yeah. he's just so great at like i'm assuming you guys talk about this beforehand oh, and then because yeah. i know how many times i get into a review where i'm talking 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 and it's over and we put it up and i'm like wait fuck, fuck i didn't say that about this. i wanted to say yeah, it. Yeah. yes 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 yeah. so to have somebody there who isn't like that worried about that but knows where you want to go that seems really helpful no he's an amazing creative partner i mean he really he makes me look a lot and sound a lot better than i do uh so just saying he's like i'm really lucky to have him as a fucking creative partner because that dude's ridiculous he's kind of like the and i mean i don't want to like he's kind of the jack kirby to my stan lee mm-hmm. you know a little bit but like i'm not gonna be an asshole like sure. stan lee and like take all the credit hence why i'm talking about him yeah. right now and like say like he's this isn't a bob kane bill finger situation yeah okay. no <laughs> like he's half of the show there would be no show without him and so you know all that brilliant editing that's something that kind of a lot of people take for granted is like oh like you're so great you get up there and talk and yeah i do my thing but really it's in the editing sure. because like he edits that stuff together with such a nice smooth like rhythm and flow i mean it's just like i don't know i i enjoy i like when i get can sit in the little director's chair and watch him edit and be like no no no, like put this here and then you know we kind of just go back and forth it's yeah. very much synthesized that's the production of it yeah, and that's really cool the both of us that's my favorite thing about your channel and your content is i think that it, it's very unique especially in the youtube landscape where it isn't like just sitting there talking about x-men is not that you know, interesting of an idea. And like, that's all we do too. But there's a difference with how you do it because the, there is a production value and there is thought put into it. And uh, especially the bigger pieces, especially the game of Thrones uh, history pieces and the X-Men documentaries, like they're documentaries. Like there, there was a lot like the B roll, every single thing you say, there is the exact thing you're talking about being shown and the transitions. And just there's it, there's effort being put into it in a very real way that I think uh, sets it apart from everything else. And it, it makes it, I always feel like I'm learning, yeah. you know, it could be a comic I've read a bunch of times or seen the movies or whatever, but the way you guys present the, the, the real content, it's yeah. like very impressive. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I don't know if you guys watch Silicon Valley at all. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, there's just like a part where Guilfoyle was just like, I just can't do shit work, you know? And like, that's Tyson. Like he just like, he has to make it. To the point where even I'm like, dude, like for real, it's like, good enough. Well, like right now, like we we did our Patreon, we hit our first goal, so we're gonna rebrand our live show. We've been doing this live show where we talk about you know BS movie news that's going on yeah. and whatever else, and uh, and so he's like, I want to make a giant Hollywood Hill mountain, and it's gonna be like chicken wire, and it's got plaster bandages, and it's being painted, and we even went to the little train store to get like little fake grass. <laughs> and like, I was being such a bitch to him yesterday about it. I was like, 
how much does this cost you? It's like, oh my God. And then it's getting bigger and bigger. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm like the asshole producer that says yeah. no to everything. And then you like, need he's that, the though. crazy director. That's the thing. You gotta, so. it, we've noticed this with our stuff too, is like, as long as there's one person playing producer and one person playing yeah. director, you're going to make good content because it's like the crazy ideas are being put out there, but you're also being realistic about it. Yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I just, it's so funny. I just ordered this uh, house to caterpillar dog figurine that some random artists are making um electric fang i think is their deal at electric fang and uh and t-bone was like hey like i want to take him and put him on the mountain put the caterpillar i'm like no like this is my collectible yeah yeah, yeah. everything goes to this goddamn show like nothing sacred yeah this is a bad example right now because this is here but this stuff is we switch out the the thing back here with all Mm -hmm. sorts of collectibles and it's all my stuff and like so lots of my stuff started living in this room yeah and now that we're moving to the nice studio where maybe we don't need those collectibles i'm suddenly just gonna have armfuls of garbage (laughs) i know i know like i we should have a giant garage sale like of just like old props and shit well, like, like we, these you can't see the audience can't see them these shelves over here we put up like I put up one weekend because we were gonna originally shoot Colin and Greg live against that wall yeah. and then we never shot that way yeah. so now there's just all this random shit these pouch up shoes and all this other stuff oh Kevin's taking a photo what a smart guy Yeah. where we store everything we don't need when it's, it's just like this is no. the life we live oh, now. Oh, no. I mean, we've got, like, in the studio we have, like, a, a studio apartment that also has a studio in it uh, but yeah, it's like we've got those those Martha Stewart cubes or what those nine yeah, by yeah, nine yeah. things that are super cheap. We've got them like stacked up like eight, not like it's like eight or no, it's like I don't know. We have like twelve of those fucking things or something, and like it's just filled with <laughs> yeah. like comics and yeah, yeah. books and movies and little toys and everything. All else. the random shit you pick up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, yeah. oh, I should I should probably do a purge at some point. <laughs> you know? like, I need to Patreon perks, man. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then you got to mail smart. them out. You know how to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Bad. I've just been mailing yeah. out some stuff to super patrons, but I put in a special and went to the comic book store. Yeah. And I got like new number one issues of like comics that I've been liking. And so like, I put like I signed it and I sent it and I put it in there with a little note and like, was, Very like sweet. hey, like read this comic. Because a lot of people don't really read comics. I know. It sucks. It's scary. I know. We'll talk about that soon. Though. I know. I know. Yeah, don't, don't, look at, okay. no, don't look at it. <laughs> don't look at it. All right. All right. Kevin, now I know you're a big fan. Uh huh. Of 19. And yeah. I can tell because you have not once yelled at her to get closer to the microphone. And I'm you are sorry, so I'm you're I'm so have you, here's I'm the, I just want everyone to know that Kevin on his phone, he has somehow he's dialed the, the, the soundboard is on yeah, his man. phone. Wow. So, yeah, so right he's all there. set. Dude, that. You're a pro sick. producer. Pro sick. producer. It's pretty cool. I'm very impressed with you, Kevin. All right, I'm going to be real cozy with this mic. We, we, we're getting you. What do you okay. want to know? <laughs> we're get, I, I think we're getting you. I don't know. I wasn't prepared to be sitting here. You weren't? No, not at all. So what's happening, it's funny you're talking about, you know, your guy, T-Bone. Yeah. All tied up in the studio business. Yeah. That's where our, our Nick is. Mm-hmm. Colin, of course, on vacation. You knew that was going to happen. Uh, but Nick, yeah, was going to make this show because he's a fan as well. And he can't because he's trying to launch our new studio and get it up to code and get it Yeah. Up yeah. That's the dream, man. I know. I would, no, I know. It, yeah. I, it's, I, it's hard for me to, to contemplate that we're in the final month or month and a half or whatever. Yeah. It's gonna, maybe two weeks. Yeah. Whatever the hell it's going to end up being that we're in this place for the final time. Yeah, know. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing with you is like you guys use sets in a way that a lot of other like YouTube channels don't do and you've been doing that forever and I always thought that, that was really impressive because it's like you create a, a sense of like you were talking about like you were talking about how deep you go into the content. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, when you watch the even a couple years ago the, the show having the comic books behind you it didn't it looked like it was designed. You know, and I think that that really adds to the, oh, I need to take this seriously, Mm -hmm. you know, because if it was just you sitting, talking to the camera, it it doesn't have that same kind of vibe or feel. So that's really cool that you like you guys have that aesthetic down 
Yeah. And I mean, T-Bone and I were both, I mean, we both went to art school. Like, I mean, I we both have color theory. Like, we know all this stuff. So, like, we like to make stuff. I mean, we made a cardboard Robocop outfit. So, like, we're, I don't know. We get down. We get crazy. We like some arts and crafts time. So, mm -hmm. it's like, because, and I'm so glad that we have those skills. And that's the thing. It's like, you have to be able to kind of do everything, you know, yeah. in this line of business. You have to do your own marketing and you have to do your own shooting. You have to do everything. And, you know, he's gotten like my makeup skills have even gotten way better over the past few years. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the sets and the backgrounds and stuff, that's always been something that's very important to Tyson to make everything look really nice because he, he realizes that yeah. he wants people to take it seriously. But people don't always realize that it's just like they don't. But but that's the thing, though, is like even if they don't realize how much work goes into yeah. it, I think that subconsciously they can tell there's a difference, yeah. you know, and I think it's like good editing. You don't notice when things are edited. Well, exactly. you only notice when they're, they're bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like good makeup, you know? Yeah, Same exactly. Thing. Same exactly. Thing. You know, you gotta have that artist touch, you know? So when you're doing tattoos yeah, and you start this, you don't think it's going that place. Yeah. Now that you're here though, yeah, you are the face of YouTube. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's, I mean, you just did this Marvel show. So you're doing mm -hmm. this hosting stuff outside of just doing the, you know, the 19th stuff. What what is your plan for the next five years? Where do you see all this going? Well, I like to I like to let the universe have a little bit of room to work because mm -hmm. sometimes the universe has bigger plans for you than you have for yourself. So I don't want to like pin anything down particularly. But I mean, I'm open to a lot of different avenues. I've been I'm here's the thing. OK, you gotta just you just got to like wait for your like that little peek in the door and then you can just ah like you Run just rush it. in and so i'm just always like waiting for like whatever the next opportunity is going to be uh but uh, we have our own production studios it's called 19 productions and so i mean one of my dreams would be to grow that into a fully functional production studio with more than just two people running it and have a real studio and have people that we pay to work for us and edit and do things uh and then be able to just produce more content more content on a larger scale. Sure. Um, that's like definitely one thing. I mean, I'd love to make movies. I'd love to make TV shows. I'd love to make like weird online content, like whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I just want to make more stuff. And, you know, I, I enjoy hosting. I, I really like hosting. I'm going to do more of that, you know, and see kind of see kind of where that takes me. Sure. Um, but also, you know, it's like I was thinking actually in the car this morning about how, you know, I'm really sad with horror films and I'm like, God, I'm just gonna have to make a horror film, you know, and like, I mean, if I'm going to make a horror film, I'm going to star in it. And like, <laughs> and like, I was like, maybe I could be a vampire lady or something, you know? And I was just like, oh, I feel should... like you make a pretty good vampire lady. I think I would too. I think I would too. And I was trying to like, think of something to like, oh, but vampires are kind of played out a little bit, but I don't know. No, I mean, you can bring due. them back. They're due. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, maybe they are. I don't know. The, everything moves so fast. Exactly. But, yeah. I think Twilight watered them down. Yeah. So you to bring them back hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore yeah. vampire stuff. Yeah. Some LA vampire exactly. business. There you go. You know, I got this one girl uh that's like you know i kind of want to be like hey girl you want to write a weird horror movie with me you know she's got a shaved head i got a shaved head like it'd be pretty awesome now do you know the girl or is it just you've seen her with a shaved head like <laughs> no Starbucks? no i know her <laughs> okay, i know okay. her yeah yeah dylan meyer yeah she's she seems cool there's a lot of people that i'm like just like waiting like i know all these being in la is so awesome because there's so many creative people yeah so like i love meeting all these new creative people and like trying to figure out ways to work with them sure, eventually yeah, sure. <laughs> where it's like how can we 
work on a cool project and have fun together. We know this one dork named Max Landis. We could introduce you to him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course, you'd, but you'd be like, I, hey, yeah. I have this idea for a vampire movie. He's like, that's interesting. Then tomorrow he'd hand you the script. You're like, this isn't what I, I wanted to write it with you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's I, done though. Yeah. I know, I know Max. I know you know. I, I know Max. He's an interesting character. He is. That's one way to put it. He's Max. <laughs> he is. He's Max. And uh, he had his like very first Comic-Con panel about like Dirk Gently and he got yeah, to yeah. be on it and. I was like, I'm so proud, you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. like keep going, Max, because he really is a super talented guy. Yeah, definitely. So before we switch topics, I mm -hmm. almost missed this question, okay. which would have been foolhardy. What's the origin of your name? <laughs> oh, that God. was the question that you totally cut me off for, Greg. Well, oh. seeing as how she hadn't answered mine, maybe you should sit down and learn from the master Ooh. interviewer. Did you ever think of that? No. You're not even drinking bourbon. Just keep drinking your coffee. Oh, you man. Jerk. It smells good, though. Um, you know, this thing is, I, a lot of times I have really cute stories for a lot of things, but this one I feel like is going to be a super letdown. <laughs> it was just like, we were just like dicking around on Google and we're like, what's free and available and just trying different combinations sure. of different things. And, uh, somehow, I don't know. We just stuck with comic book girl 19 and I, I do, I will say for the 19 number, uh, in the dark tower series. The uh, 19 is the number of Ka. It's like a really big deal in the Stephen King universe. Sure. So it's got that association for me. And also it is, I'm into the tarot. I read the tarot cards and stuff. And so, uh, yeah, 19 is the sun card in the major arcana, which is the card of universal endorsement and doing what you love. And like, it's awesome stuff. It's like really positive. So if you actually, if you watch Mad Men at the end of Mad Men, uh, Matthew Weiner's company, Weiner Bros. Uh -huh. It has the 19 card. Um, so it's like, oh, you know. And then oh, yeah. I see you, madman. Like, <laughs> I'm on to you, pal. Excellent. Yeah. That wasn't a bad story at all. You had a good story. You're all worried about it. Wow. We know all about trying to find names on the internet. Oh, yeah. We were almost mouth putting. Yeah. Oh, really? Instead of kind of funny. No, you know, I know I can't. I know I can't be comic book girl 19 forever. You know, but it's like when you make that transition. Eventually, you will. Yeah, you, know? you will become comic book woman 19. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I already. I already feel that. But you know, I think. I don't know. I was. I had a thing about my name. Like, I don't know if I want to do my last name or like pick another last name. But then I don't know. I feel like it's kind of already out there. But uh, you know. Yeah, that just recently happened, right? Of some article that put your name on. Because I saw you yes. say on somebody said on Twitter, like, "Oh, now I know your name." You're like, yeah, it. I'm not thrilled about that. God damn it, AOL. Yeah, like I, <laughs> AOL. I, I know, so silly. Well, I, that's what's even cooler is that you got quoted in the New York Times as Comic Book Girl 19. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, no, they they. I think in the no, they did say they did say Comic Book Girl 19. Yeah. They also said my name name. Oh, yeah, did they? I only saw the. But they said my full name, which made me sound like some sort of like serial killer or something. Like, why the three names? Like, <laughs> what? and so and so AOL picked that up too, and then yeah. they started doing it because mm. the New York Times did it, and then I was like, oh, you guys, like, I don't. It's a secret identity. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. Oh, but it's not so secret. At least I got a sweet name. Your secret safe with us. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, my name's Danica. I wish I could just go by Danica and not have a last name. You could, though. You could just say that. That's, you know, I mean, one yeah. day that's, that's what Prince said. That's what Cher yeah, said. I know. That's what I think them. about all the time. Yeah. Madonna. It's just mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's just one thing. I don't, there's not a lot of Danicas running around. And the only ones there are, they already have last names. Yeah. Danica mm -hmm. Patrick. Or think Danica of her. McKellar. Never heard of her. She was Winnie, Winnie on the Wonder Years. No way. <laughs> I, I'm sorry that I know her as Winnie, and when she popped up on West Wing, I was like, Winnie's on this show? I'm sorry, I don't know her name. <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. she has a theorem named after her or whatever. She does. Yeah. That's exciting stuff. I don't. No, me neither. No, <laughs> way too stupid for that. Topic number two. You're here, 19, so we want to make use of you. Yeah. 
Will comics be around forever? Discuss everyone. Okay. I worry. Really? I do. I think hmm. comics in some form will be around forever. Yeah. But I think, you know how we're all excited, or you and I were excited about Rebirth? Yes. Yeah. You don't care about DC. No. Well, well, no, I don't finger. care. I don't, I mean, it's not really DC. It's just, I don't oh. care about events. Sure, sure, sure. I was excited because they were bringing back my Superman and they're doing all these different things. Right. And I was like, all right. And I, I like the idea of this, their, their new Superboy and all this different stuff. They were ditching stuff I didn't like about uh, New 52. Yeah. I, and I should I guess I could look at it right now but I won't there's the two Superman books going right now right and the one that's focused on just him and the family I think is really well done and then the one right now that's been going on with him it's by you know it's uh, every other week it's him fighting doomsday this whole thing going on it is literally just punching every issue oh, man. and I'm like man like, like Dragon Ball Z yeah, yeah. and yeah. I'm like alright cool like I like the you know they're giving me what I want and here's this I, I think it's action that's the one based on the family but I could be completely off on that and Superman's the one that's like him fighting doomsday over and over again and all these like why is Clark Kent here and what's gonna happen but it's like I finish them and I don't feel fulfilled I'm like this is very much a comic that's meant to be you jump into it you read it you burn through it and you're done with it and is that wrong I don't know I like I like I and I have to talk about video games which we're known for this whole like silly putty there's something for everything if you want the story of Clark being a dad to Jonathan and how does this all work out there it's over there mm-hmm. you can go get that but it makes me worry about what what the foundation of comics really is yeah well it's been I mean the whole business model has been really worrisome lately. I mm-hmm. feel like because you know, and this is Marvel and DC. You know, I'm not I'm fair, sure. fair and balanced here. They keep, you know, they want to get new readers in, right? Because all the movies are doing really well. New people come in. Okay, can't great. hear that. Um, whatever. <laughs> they, there's whispering to themselves. They don't want you to yeah. hear it either. And then um, they want people to come in. So then they keep. They're like, well, comics are really esoteric. They're really like they're really hard to get into. And if you're up to issue 300, somebody might not pick it up because yeah. they're like, oh, I'm not going to know what's going on. Yeah. And they don't understand the concept of like, just dive right in. That's the whole deal. Like, it's fine if you don't know what's going on. It's just a comic book. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. dive right in. Uh, and so they keep doing these new number ones, these relaunches and whatevers. And like they do it every it seems like every every year. year like, <laughs> it's like maybe like a year and a half. Just, so then it feels once like you they're off an off cycle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when DC does it and then Marvel does it. And that's yeah. it. Is it? I mean, they feel like they're nipping at each I other's mean, you figure heels. New 52 flipped out. What it like or New 52 did rebirth in the what they were into the 40s. So like 46 weeks, something like that of mm-hmm. New 52 before well, new, they did it. New 52. I mean, most of them hit 52. Did they? Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Batgirl I did. Batman that, that's what I'm trying like to say. 50. So 52 weeks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that, that was 52. And then also Marvel did the same thing where Marvel yeah. had all its all Marvel. new Marvel line. Yeah, Marvel, and then Marvel now. And then, yeah, and then Marvel now. Now it's all new, all different. Yeah. Thing? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I got them back. Um, the thing I always say that I want and what I, what I, I really, well, I love comics that are well thought out in like, love them or hate them. The Earth One books DC does, mm-hmm. you know, the Superman, the Batman, now Wonder Woman or whatever. I usually think are, are good and I enjoy the story because it's like, all right, here's. 128 pages or whatever it is of one story and it's you know we have time to burn whereas like monthly issues have to cram so much in every time that like i never feel like i'm getting a great story out of them not never i should say but most of the time so i'm always saying what i want is that somebody that i would love to see continuity blown up in some shape or form and then have it just be where there are things like american alien where it's like all right cool Max Landis has an idea. He has nine issues. Here he goes, and he's yeah. off. And then if he ever mm-hmm. wants to come back and do a follow up to that and continue in that universe, more power to him. Yeah. But otherwise, it is all right. Cool. Now Jim Lee and Scott Snyder want to go do a uh, Batman book, so let's yeah. go and do it. You know. So you want a more contained. Right, because I think if you have focus, that's the difference. Where it's like yeah. when you, it is that it's so spread out, and you're trying, especially when it's like, you know, uh, Batgirl Burnside was so good for the beginning, and then even when they had to start bringing in like. 
death of the family things and they tie like all these uh, different crossovers yeah, and shit it's like what is going on and it was so weird it was like all right pause we're gonna go over here and then they never explain it right so it's uh, so awkward I, hate, yeah. I know i hate that i hate that they keep doing and like that's what i hate about events and stuff yeah. it's like oh, i'm so suck. tired of them ruining the comics that i'm enjoying because now they have some stupid thing where they're trying to just sell more comics yeah. to like some people who don't even really read comics and it's like you just you're kind of fucking over your audience a little bit you know like one thing that really like bums me out at Marvel is the fact that, okay, so Marvel sold, they were going to go under like many, many years ago before Disney bought them. And right. so they sold a lot of their IPs to all these different studios, right? And like Fox and Sony. Yep. And, X-Men, you know, Spider-Man. You know, all that stuff. Great. And so now, you know, they still don't have the rights back to the X-Men. And that's like, I mean, the X-Men is like, has the, like that Jim Lee X-Men number one deal has like, it's like the number one biggest selling comic of all time. Like X-Men has like, been their bread and butter, you know, for yeah. a long time. And so now because Fox has the rights to them and then Disney owns Marvel now, Disney thinks on a higher level and Disney's like, well, we can't help these people. And like, we need to push the Inhumans and we yep. don't have the X-Men. So we just need to get rid of them. And we're going to push the Inhumans because that's what we have the IP for. And on, like on a business level, I totally get it. Like, I totally get it. But on the fan level, I'm like, so what you're telling me is what you're going to do is when you do your reboot, your deal with all new, all different, like now there's the, the Mpox that's happening. That's from the Terrigen mists, the, the literal Terrigen mists that the friggin stupid inhumans use. It bombed, got in the atmosphere and it get, and it kills and sterilized mutants. And so they're like killing off the X-Men. Just because they sold an IP. But and they'll get them back one day. And then one day. Same thing like Fantastic Four. We're like, oh, know. you're going to make a shitty movie? The books can't. Yeah. And everyone's like, damn. Well, it's like I'm getting bad X-Men movies and bad X-Men comics now. And it's like, <laughs> dang. Like, that sucks Double tap. for me. Double tap like, to your fandom. Although I will say, though, I'm super excited that Dazzler has escaped, kind of. She's been over at A-Force, so she's not on the Xbox. Uh-huh. So she's actually, like, has a good writing team and, like, artist team, and everybody's doing really great with her. And although she does have the Mpox, and she may die from... One day. You know, when it's convenient. Yeah. When you know, ready. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't read the whole story. But, you know, that, that sort of stuff, though, is kind of like, ugh. Like, that's that's the kind of decision, make like, corporate decision-making that's that going on. And it's everything. like, I don't know. And it made me, like, the whole Secret Wars thing, like... Made me stop reading Marvel comics Dude, for that's, like a year. Me too. Like, like, I'm so over it. Like I was so into so many things that are going on. Like the Spider-Man comic, Superior Spider-Man. Yeah. I was all about so that. It was so really good. good. That ends and uh, the Spider-Man they had after that. I was like still super sold on once Peter was back. And then the Secret Wars happened. And then it's like Peter Parker is a billionaire now. And it's like <sighs> you're making him Tony Stark. And that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't, yeah. Like, I'm so not into it now. I know. Well, that's what I mean. It's it's fun when they they have the latitude, I guess, to go out there and do different things, right? Like I liked Superior Iron Man, like you know when Tom Taylor came over and started writing that, and it was like, all right, cool. Tony's in San Francisco, and he's kind of a dick. Yeah, it's like all right, cool. But event, everything ends, everything changes, which is always the which is fine. But again, I feel like the the end and the change needs to be the end, right? And what they do here, if you did what I'm talking about, right, where you're like. You have 12 issues. We're still going to put them out monthly, but tell one story. Because the problem here is there's there's still leftover characters like Anna Maria um, over in from Superior Spider-Man. She's now in this, but it's like she's now dealing with a character that's a different Peter Parker entirely. Right. So that that's where it gets weird. What you're talking about is awesome, but I think the problem is once that happens, 
they never let go. So they keep coming back and then it just, then it gets to the point. Then we just have a whole other universe to deal with like ultimate. Series, well, I mean, that's right? the whole thing is that it would be, I do. I think that that would be the point is like, that it is a universe every time, unless you clearly want to state it in the beginning of the book, what universe you're operating in. Right? Like if I wanted, I come in and I'm going to tell a Batman story and I want to tell it in the Landis verse or whatever. And I have to make sure that in the very first few pages or sentences or whatever, they understand that that is from that. And obviously publicity, I could get out and say that too, but for a reader who's just picking it up off the Yeah, show. I mean, I think a smart thing, and I don't know if other people have done this, but like maybe have like a required reading list. There's sure. a recommended right, 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 reading right. list that like the first page has that. Cause I mean, that's really how yeah, we got into so, comics is so looking at Wikipedia and being like, yeah. how do we do this? And with, with him, he hits me up. He's just like, I'm well, not yeah. reading this series unless you give me the reading order, Yeah, you know? And then once I do, then it's easy. Then it, you can understand. It's like, oh, all right, I need to read this fucking event and that fucking event. Yeah, make it easy on me man you yeah. know and this new number one stuff like it even makes it really confusing for new people because they're like oh i have new number one captain marvel from a year ago and then there's this one and then like which one's which and yeah and that just... was the funny i don't know if you caught it the uh cnn headline the other day uh brie larson gets announced as captain marvel mm-hmm. and the headline was on cnn shazam brie larson announces captain oh, marvel no. and of course everyone on reddit was like fucking tearing cnn apart it's like really because it's the same fucking character, and if I didn't know what the fuck was going on and Googled that, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's what happens. That's weird. I wouldn't I wouldn't be like up their ass about it. Like yeah. you can't expect everyone to have somebody who knows the difference between these two people. Yeah. 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 I but Tim, will comics be around forever? I think that they will, uh, definitely in some form. I mean, forever is a very long time. Sure. So I don't know. Forever. But I mean, I don't see them going away. Like I can't imagine a, a breaking point where they're just they're done. Yeah. Um, I think that they they might be scaled back. But I also think that in the same way, we've talked about this a million times with TV shows or music or movies or whatever, this whole the Netflix model, you know, the the yeah. VOD, the get what you want when you want it, whatever. We're seeing that with comics. Like independent comics are bigger than they've ever been. Yeah. To the point yeah. that when people talk about comics nowadays, if you're a comic reader, there's just as much a chance you're talking about image as yeah. you are Marvel or right. DC. Well, image is killing it. Like I, I always image. when I when I sit down and I talk about like when people are like, "What recommend comics for me?" I it's rare that I recommend an ongoing superhero book for Marvel or DC. It's always like, well, you know, I love Saga starts is yeah. really really well done. Sex Criminals might hit this thing. Uh, I love Walking Dead. Invincible is mm-hmm. great if you get past, you know you just get to the twist in the beginning and then you'll be yep. hooked. But that that's the whole thing, I think, in the fact that Image is the one pushing the boundaries of storytelling. And that's yeah. why I think they'll be around for forever. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I worry about, like, especially as you see Marvel getting sold to Disney, DC underperforming at the box office and all these different mm-hmm. things. Like, I mean, uh, we made some joke today on Colin and Greg Live about uh, DC versus Marvel movies or whatever. And so, so, oh, would there be a crossover? I remember somebody asked, would there be another crossover between DC and Marvel? It's like, yeah, clearly one day there probably will be. But then it's also, and somebody's like, yeah, when Disney buys DC, and I'm like, you yep. totally see that yeah. happening. I could a thousand percent see that happening. Mm. Yeah. That oh would be the God. worst thing. <laughs> Can you imagine? And they just put it under one umbrella. <laughs> oh. oh, man. What a, what a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. That's, that a would be... That's a continuity nightmare. Yeah, yeah exactly. For sure. Exactly. But I think that what you're saying is probably the right way to go, but that means it's not going to happen. Sure. You know, and I just feel like it's hard to please everybody, though, because people like continuity. You know, I like having a, a rich story and I like being able to read it and want to know to go back and figure out how it goes. But the problem is keeping all of that, um, you know, canon, keeping everything yeah, yeah, consistent and having the same writer and artist team for a, That's more huge. than like six months. Six, yeah, yeah. yeah. Six issues is like if you get more than that, you're lucky, mm-hmm. you know. And but that's the problem is like once that team leaves, end it, you know, stop it. Move on to a new team. Give it a different feel and vibe, but like don't continue it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we keep talking about Batgirl of Burnside, right? Where it's like, yeah, that was I loved Batgirl of Burnside from Batgirl thirty five on, right? 
And it was that thing of like, now it's done and she's moving out of Burnside, but she's keeping that costume and she's doing all this. And it's like, but is that going to be the same vibe at all? Not if at it's all. not Babs drawing it, if it's not the writer. Yeah, no, the I finished that. Writing. I finished it last night, actually. And it's so funny because it's like the last two issues are such a wrap up. It's such like a, you could tell they're like, well, you're done. Wrap up your the stories you have going because she's leaving. Yeah. yeah. And it's, she literally gets in a taxi. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I'm leaving, guys. Maybe I'll be back one day. She's not going to be back one day. Yeah. Like that's We're going to take a couple of rebirths and then maybe. <laughs> but, yeah. Kevin, are comics going to be around forever? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I actually, um, I enjoy Invincible quite a bit. And like, I always go and buy it at the store that's going to be under our office. Yeah. Our new um, office in, yeah. in like our in, as our sitcom life continues to evolve. Yeah. Our new office is above a comic shop. Oh wow! Yeah. That, I no accident. That sitcom yeah. life. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I think that they are. I think that they're like. Uh, I think we're gonna have less of these like weekly issues coming out, sure. and um, we're gonna see more of um. What was that one comic you had me read? The Eye something. Private Eye. Private oh, Private Eye. eye. Yeah, I yeah. think more like that, where it's like pay what you want, and then later it gets released and. You buy it because it looks cool and you enjoy the, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the other interesting thing about this whole argument is not even will comics be around forever. Will comic shops and physical media be around forever? Mm. Oh, man. I, you know, I love physical media, but mm. people aren't buying it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, yeah. That, uh, you know, every time I go to a new city and if I have time after, you know, whatever event we're doing, I'll go find the comic shop around there. And it's always mind boggling. I'm always walking. I'm like, this shop's awesome. And I browse. And then I, usually what I'll do is I feel bad. So I'll buy some books and then read them and leave them places with notes on them. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, our comic shop staying in business period. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of times too, when I'm at, even when I'm like wandering around uh, a Barnes and Noble or a comic con and I see something I really like, I'll take a photo of it or write it down in a notepad to buy it on comiXology when I get home. Mm-hmm. Cause for me, the whole thing was growing up comics every week. It was like the thing that dad and I bonded over cause my dad's a collector. And so he would take me out and buy me comics and we, you know, have a conversation about what was going on. Even he had no idea what was going on. And then he'd walk me on wizard world, Chicago all day long and have no idea, but have a great time just cause he was spending time with me. And so then when I get to college and money's short, yeah, it was like, can't do this anymore. I'll yeah. read in the bookstore and then go about my day. And then when we got out, I started picking up trades. That was, that was yeah. really when I'm like, all right, cool. I have a job. I can buy trades again. That's when I fell in love with walking dead, invincible, all these different things. And, when we moved to San Francisco, it was very much like I live in a shoebox, and so I, I did a, I did a day where I went out and bought a whole bunch of comics. You know, I think it was when you know Superboy was getting all these one shots or something. I'm a big Superboy fan. I bought them, brought them home, and then I just had all these loose issues, and I didn't want long boxes in this tiny ass yeah. studio apartment, and I didn't want the. And I remember I tweeted for a long time about like go day go day and date digital, go day and date digital to DC over and over and again. And so when they finally did, that was my time to put up or shut up where I went all the way back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a very big fan of physical things. Like when it comes to video games and like, I, I like to collect. So it's just like digital bothers me, scares me. Having said that, when it comes to comics, I think that the, the physical nature of them is going to be to their detriment, just in the sense that when it is the monthly, when dealing with trades, I think that makes sense. You yeah. know, dealing with the, the big collections and stuff. That's cool. Monthly is a bit much for that much turnover for so many. You go to a comic book shop, there's hundreds of comics, right? Yeah. Every month. And then there's the variant covers and then this and then that. And I feel like that entire industry is completely um, created around the variant cover, you know, oh, sure. around selling the same person seven copies of one issue just to be able to make the money to make up for all of it. I think that we're going to see that stuff die out. I think the digital obviously is going to, you know, just keep going up. Um, but I think that the more premium physical stuff won't go away. I think there always will be the the trades coming out and like there'll be the more special editions like video games where there's the collector's edition right. stuff where no matter how long, 
video games might go digital eventually, but there'll still be some stupid collector's edition. Sure. You know? So I think that's where the physical comic book shit. And that don't make sense. Like what kills me still is like the price point on, on physical comics. And that's, what's keeping the digital comics at the same thing, which is the same argument we make for video games all the time. Right. Once we eliminate GameStop from the equation, it can be that all these games can be sold at a cheaper price point. You can get it cheaper and digitally. You can do all these different things. But the fact that, yeah, even when you're drawing the line at two ninety nine, the comic is still two ninety nine there. And that's what it's always like, what the hell's going on? Whereas I think that I want both Marvel and DC and even image to this point, And I know Comixologists launched their program, but not as fleshed out to take a cue from like WWE network and, and be like, all right, cool. Like here's your subscription plan, get in and get the stuff right as it happens. Cause yeah. it is the whole thing. I I'm a Marvel unlimited guy, but so it sucks when it's like, Oh man, the new Iron Man's a girl. I guess I can go buy that issue or I can, if I, <laughs> and then it's like, do I wait the seven months for it to pop yeah. up for free? And like, well, I forget about it. But, Cause this happens all yeah. the time. We're like, that sounds really interesting. I'll check it out on limited one day. And I never do. Yeah. Cause I yeah. like miss Marvel, Ms. Marvel. Right. And I'm so far behind on that. Yeah. Like, to end out this topic, let's go around the table. What comics do you really like reading right now? Like what are some that you would recommend? Cause mine, obviously we've talked about saga a bazillion times. Sex criminals is another one that I, I really like, but also the star Wars comics overall. I've been loving like I think that the specifically the Star Wars and Darth Vader lines, those are fantastic. A couple of the spinoff ones, like the Princess Leia, was a little iffy. Chewbacca was a little iffy, but um, I highly recommend them. Ninja Turtles, best incarnation of Ninja Turtles of all time by IDW. So yeah, you well, go. I'm looking at my list here. All right, all right. Um, let's see. Off the top of my head, I would have to say I've really been enjoying uh, the Vision over at Marvel it's really weird it's like American Beauty plus really? Vision where he's that like living awesome. in the suburbs and made himself a weird Vision family <laughs> and like there's like shenanigans going on and there's like a murder being covered up and then like like the neighbor's dog like dies and like gets killed and he like ends up like taking this dog's like brain the neighbor's dog and then like transplanting it and making it into a Vision dog for his own family you know and it's just like weird Frankenstein stuff going on so that one's been really good. Uh, I love Doctor Strange because I, I really just, instead of following titles, I have to follow the artists and the writers. Smart. Yeah, that's real smart. So uh, I love Jason Aaron, and Jason Aaron is writing Doctor Strange. And so he's been doing this big last stage of magic thing that I've been really enjoying a lot. Also, A-Force uh, with Dazzler in it because I love Dazzler. And uh, she's the best. And Ben Caldwell is like drawing her and it looks like me. So I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been loving that one a lot. Um, but over on... The image side, I just found this one called Monstrous, and it's like so cool. It's like these What's two. It about? It's like this girl writer and this fucking chick artist, and they are just making the coolest looking comic. The covers, like you, you know, a lot of times you see a cover, and you're like that's a great cover, and you yeah. look inside. And like, no, that's not. This is not the case. Oh, like, really? All right. this, is like, this is like the cover's like whoa, and you open it up, and you're like whoa, um, and it's like this kind of fantasy. Akira type, hmm. like almost vampire hunter D parasite ish situation yeah. going on where this uh, girl, there, we live in this world where there's humans and then there's these kind of arcanum, these mystical peoples that kind of look like either wolf people or elk people or whatever. You know, there's all sorts of little, little cute uh, kitsunes and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, and you have this one girl, and she's got this ancient one Cthulhu thing kind of living inside of her, and it pops out of her, like, missing arm sometimes and, like, drains people and eats I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, so I've been really enjoying Monstrous a whole lot. Have you read Snot Girl yet? Not yet. Oh, Everyone Snot talks about Snot Girl. I have definitely read Snot Girl. I've been waiting for that to come out. Yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. came out today, didn't it? Oh, is it today? Yeah. Okay. There was an early preview thing mm -hmm. that was out last week. But yeah. You're so popular. That's uh, mm -hmm. Brian. Tim knows comics. Leo Malley. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just know yeah. him. 
That's it. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, we know. Yeah, no, uh, I want to check that one out. So for DC right now in this rebirth stuff, the one I'm enjoying is Superman. Action is the one that's continuing to just go on and on. I just like to see. I'm I'm such a sucker for it. Of like, my Clark and Lois are back, and my Superman's back, and now they have a kid, and they're still happily married, and like this kid has powers, and they're trying to figure all that out, which is super fascinating. Of course, American Alien. If you want an amazing Superman comic, new Superman by Gene. Remember when Gene came through? Mm-hmm. We did the, yep, the, the yep, whole thing yep. here. He's got his own now about called New Superman. That's still set in that universe, but it's over in China, right? He was now. on NPR recently talking about it. It's one of those things where it's like I read issue one. I didn't like think it was amazing, but it was still fun. Of like learning this new character how what's going on how's he gonna get superpowers it happens very fast it is another book that i think is very like not kitty but like you know it's it, it's like you know he's addicted to this guy and he gets famous for doing it because he yells at a super villain and this people show up like we're gonna give you powers and he gets powers by the end of the book You're like this is all happening real cool quickly <laughs> but like whatever i enjoyed the ride i like where it's going i want to see more about it uh image stuff as usual is always the same i like paper girls a lot paper girls continues mm-hmm. to be good i think um yeah i like sex criminals uh i'm still in i'm still re i'm more into invincible than i was for a while me too I feel like my mm, i yeah. i have ebbs and flows with invincible quite a bit this last arc has been uh, i caught up last night it's right. been really good like, right I, this is the first time in a long time that i'm actually excited for next month like oh i wonder what's gonna happen sure. well they're back to that whole thing of like i think what makes that book work so well of just like Drama. okay cool it's this that and the other but it's like i want to know about mark and eve can i learn about mark and eve like okay cool and like we're back to that thing where like again there's like this super interesting conflict for them right now of like what does that do in it but it's always so weird with invincible the way they deal with what i feel is like normal human relationship things but it's on this epic we're in space and there's all these aliens and you have superpowers and that's fascinating the way they do that i'm a yeah. big fan of that right now um i also love where walking dead is right now see i i i'm not like you in that day like oh man did you read the latest issue and i read it. i was like oh yeah that's cool like i was i don't know like walking dead is the is always going to be my proof of like a a book i love and i love so much but the way i got introduced to walking dead was two trades in my friend bob came into uh the missourian over in columbia i was like you need to read this and gave me him and i went home and plowed through like this is awesome and so then every time a new trade came out because i wasn't buying singles i bought the trade but i'd read if it was issue you know trade three i'd go back and read one two and then read three Mm. and then now it's to the point i can't do that and i'm also reading singles and it's all i i've never liked once they switched art styles i've never been a huge fan and so it is so weird to be reading it like who is this again? Yeah. Like, who is, uh, like, yeah. Uh, like, Dwight has a, you know, his face got ironed. I'm like, that's easy to remember Dwight. But everyone else <laughs> yeah. looks identical. So many other people, I'm just like, uh, like There's a, a panel from a couple issues ago where it looks like um, Rick was saving Rick from beating up Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, that's that's awesome. But yeah, no, I, I, I think that the, the thing of that show or the show and the comic is that it is just the same thing over and over. So yeah, yeah. if they're not adding that unique twist of the bad guy doing something different, then it is just going to be the exact same thing. And I think that what they're doing right now surprised me where I'm like, oh, they actually, it's not going to be what we all thought it was sure, going to be. Sure. So I commend them for that. Uh, shout out before I go to all new Wolverine. I like Tom Taylor so much after everything you do with Injustice that I've, I, I'm way behind now. I think I, you know, uh, X-23 just like took care of the original whole clone thing that was happening with it. Yeah, I, I, I'm behind on that as well. Okay. Yeah. Were you enjoying what you, where you I were? I was enjoying it, but I was also like on the fence and I've just been so sad about everything. It's just, mm, yeah, just yeah. I don't know. They're taking your people to town for they sure. Really are. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, I don't think I have any Marvel comics that I'm ongoing yeah. reading right now. You know. uh, I still buy Spider Gwen. I I do too, but I'm not. Up. I know. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm behind. I, I know. Know. Spider Gwen is it? I want to like it more than I do. That's the problem. And you you made the great point of like they're trying to do Batgirl of Burnside, but they're not doing it as well. Yeah, that, that was the big thing. But yeah. now that there's no Batgirl Burnside, 
I have no yeah, choice. We'll I gotta see. support that. We'll see. Kevin, what, what are you reading? The only oh, really? thing I'm reading right now is Invincible. Like oh. I, I've yeah, I've fallen out of comics, and like the only reason, I, what you've let down the family. Um, but like I mean, Tim will always like grab me and be like, "No, read this," and he'll give me like a list of what I should read, and I, I usually do that, and it's a good education for you know the time being. But right now, all I'm reading is Invincible. Mm. I'm enjoying it very much. Good. But I'm I I do want to read more stuff. I just who has the time. No, not you. All of it's you guys. Yeah. Well, no. You make the time. You fit it in. <laughs> yeah. You shove it in when you should be doing other things. Steve Lichman is one I want to kind of give a shout out to. Um, it was a Kickstarted project. Mm. So, and that's another cool thing about like you're talking about the future of comics. Yeah. Like With Kickstarter, you can just do a pre-sale now, and I mean, you know how much you need, and so I mean, it's like it's a really great system. And uh, this guy Dan Warren and Dave Raposa, they created a comic book together and uh, it's hilarious and it's really funny. It's about this Lich King named Steve Lichman <laughs> and he hangs out in this dungeon with his like loser friends and uh, and like they just, it's just like there's these bullies that come, it's just like little slice of life things sure. where like bullies come in and like make fun of him and then the ghost cop comes on the scene and is like, they're making fun of you again, Steve, you know, and he's like, no, it's fine and it's, it's so cute. There's like these little, uh, stoner friends ben this like flying eyeball guy who i really like him and then uh mandusa because he's not a woman Medusa, sure, he's sure. a mandusa um and then yeah they have a weird vampire friend and it's just their misfit adventures and i really enjoy it a lot that sounds so great. steve lichman's awesome the last comic that i read that i got super into was american alien yeah well i, I mean that. yeah i mean i can't pound the drum enough about so american alien good. yeah it was so good Every, really no good. one watched max's new show so he has to go back to comics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just don't even do it so he has to keep making comics oh i i think he's got the love in there he'll He'll go. He's gonna do some more stuff in comics. Yeah, he pitched a whole bunch of stuff when he was here, and I was like, "If this doesn't yeah, happen, we want that. Yeah. you suck, and we hate you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter the. Uh, it sounded right to you, right? So you you understood that I said squarespace.com, but I said a little sing-songy at the end there, listener slash viewer. I apologize. So let's all make sure we're very clear that it's squarespace.com, not con. I don't need that. Do, Kevin, Kevin, do they have dot cons yet? Is that a thing that happens yet, Kevin? Can you have a dot con? I have no idea. All right, thank you so much. Squarespace.com under the offer code, kind of funny, to get 10% off your first purchase. That's kind of funny, all one word. Of course. Squarespace doesn't need a tagline because it's so great, but it used to be build it beautiful, and I always say build it beautiful, but now I could also be set your website apart, but I say build it beautiful. Set it apart by building it beautiful. How about that, Kevin? Kevin, do some research and find out if we can get squarespace.com. Yeah, it turns out we can't. Sucks. Yeah, it does. Maybe we should build a website on squarespace.com. We're using the offer code kind of funny about how we should have squarespace.com. Yep. <laughs> Topic three. You're here. Yeah. Comic book girl 19. Yeah. Introduction of somebody's just, they, they skipped the other topics. Now they right. know who you are. It makes sense. I'm here. Uh, you know a lot about superhero movies. Mm-hmm. You critique them over on your YouTube channel. I do. I want to talk about what the best superhero movie of all time is. Of all time. Mm. Right. I feel like when you say that, there's a couple movies that come to mind. Batman that are v gonna Superman be... Ultimate Edition. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. A couple come to mind that you're like, more? all right, this is at least. Do you want more? Yeah. This is going to be the discussion that we have, right? Yeah. Spider-Man 2, Ooh, yeah. Avengers, uh, Dark Knight, um, X2. Yeah. 
Um, X two. I'm gonna put it out there. I mean, I'm talking I want, about. I want to be. I want to talk about it. But I would always put out Superman too. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Now here, I think the problem with all the Richard Donner Superman movies, and I think Superman one in particular, is that it fucks Superman up forever. Period. Great movie. Great time. Hey, the guy can rewind time. He's no longer an interesting character. And like, even when they went like, Crisis on Infinite Earths, he's not that powerful. Everybody's like, that's that guy that can rewind time. And they're like, no, it isn't. It's not the same <laughs> no. guy. Like, no, no, it's the guy who can rewind time. But um, Superman 2 was great. But I mean, don't get me wrong. Modern standards, it doesn't hold up at all. Yeah. I want to fuck Lois. I, I don't have any powers. Oh, God, a whole <laughs> bunch of people are back and they're going to fuck everything up. Yeah. But it's still great. I want to put it out there. I'm just putting it out there. I mean, I'm just talking about right now, just like the list of if you were to Google what yeah, are the best comic book right. movies, like the things that every list are going to have are those. Am I missing any? I feel like people really like Guardians of the Galaxy now. Oh, for, yeah. for the record, yeah. we're recording this before Suicide Squad, so I'm saying Suicide Squad. Right. No. <laughs> uh, something tells me that's not going to make fun of either. Um, we'll see. Well, we know. We know. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Do y'all hate Watchmen? Oh, Watchmen deserves okay. a shout out for sure. I don't hate Watchmen. I, I enjoyed I, Watchmen I, quite a bit. I really, really liked Watchmen. I really yeah. liked Watchmen too. I, I think Watchmen's a little problematic. I think that there's certain scenes that I really love. Mm-hmm. Like there's... Um, they're like, fucking on the, on the, in the owl mobile or whatever? Yeah. With Hallelujah um, playing? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. But, all, like, but even that opening sequence uh, with comedian, you know, getting yeah. assassinated. Like, I mean, that was just, like ripped right out of the comics yeah. and it was so great. But the problem I have with Scott Snyder is he does a great job of making things Zach, look... Zach. Or Zach Snyder. No, we were just talking about know, Scott in the last segment. I, like, no, I do my, all the time. Get my streams crossed here. Um, Zack Snyder. The problem I have with him is, uh, you know, he makes things look really great. I think he's an amazing director of photography. Yeah. But he doesn't always understand what makes those images powerful, mm-hmm. like why they're powerful. Like, for instance, in The Watchmen, there's this one part where, okay, so in the comic book, you see that uh, Bubastis the cat, like Ozymandias' cat, yeah, yeah. that's like his only friend. Like, this guy's like a lonely cat, dude, you know? And like, that's his only friend. <laughs> lonely cat, man. Like, there's even like, there's like a, like a, a Bubastis little action figure. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a thing, right? It's this dude. And so, spoilers, watching spoilers, uh, there's a scene in the end where everyone goes to confront Ozymandias and then he sacrifices his cat to try to get rid of Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And when I was reading that comic, I was like, he, he killed his cat. Like, and that's the one dude that he loves and that loves him like this is and like i'm a cat person so it's like you get oh, it <laughs> like i got it you know do this. and so you see in the movie though it's like you never get that sense of like what's like you see it like it's there he's in the disintegrator with the cat but it doesn't have that emotional impact sure. because yeah. it wasn't set up yeah. you know so you know it's like i think it looks great but i don't think it has the emo- emotional impacts and plus it just doesn't need to be made into a movie you know, I mean, I think that's the biggest problem because what you're talking about is it's hard to nail every single aspect, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think I feel like I give Watchmen credit because I think that it nailed enough really well, and I personally like the movie better than the the book when it comes to a lot like the end well, the and ending, stuff yeah. like that. And uh, that's another thing with uh, we always talk about Kickass. I think Kickass, oh, yeah. oh, the yeah, movie, yeah. did a really good job of nailing the tone and feel oh, yeah. of the book. But I actually prefer the movie over the book, even though the book is awesome and I love it. Oh, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I prefer the movie over the book on Kick Ass. Yeah, they just they because I feel like they they captured the vibe, which is the most important part because you can't directly um, communicate all the same things that you can when it's just using your imagination on a panel, you know, or even just like the themes and stuff of reading change when you're watching, you know. Sure. So shout out to Kick Ass. I put that on there. Kick Ass is a great. Yeah, I think you nail it. I mean, in terms of. I mean, uh, my pick, and it's I and I always talk about this. It's a cheat code. 
right? It's a cheat. But I, the best superhero movie or comic book movie of all time is Avengers. And I, and I say it, and I know that it's a cheat because I feel like we had whatever. What would it have been? Not ten, six hours of you know fucking foreplay before we got there, and then to have it all come together and be. I always talk about it like that is the definitive uh, midnight showing for me of like an audience that's into every. And I'm not the Marvel guy. Like I only know them from the movies, really, with the exception of Spider Man. I was a big Spider Man fan growing up up until Clone Saga when I dropped out. And I was like, <laughs> well, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, that's. When you fucked up the That's Peter fine. Mary Jane thing, I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go. But I mean, to watch that show and have everybody losing it, I'll never, ever, 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 ever forget mm-hmm. when the credits go and then they do the Thanos cutscene and the girl in front of me jumping up and doing the Kermit the Frog. I'm, <laughs> Holy shit. I'm like, I just know him as knockoff dark side, but I'm glad you're really. Like, That's fucking right. But getting to the street with Damon and we went and saw that midnight showing and I couldn't stop grinning. And I remember that because there's three movies I can think of that have done that where it was in my lifetime Avengers with Damon Spider-Man 2 which I saw when I was so, I, I liked Spider-Man 1 so much even for all its flaws or whatever and I was ready for Spider-Man 2 and I always hate the origin story movie because I'm like yeah. I got it just go just go so when we, we, know. we get to Spider-Man 2 and it's like he's full blown Spider-Man da da and then she's like go get him Tiger it was like Oh my God, yes. Thank you for finally doing everything I wanted you to do in this movie. Because I was such bullshit of like, oh, it can't be with this woman. And every movie fucking does it. Yeah. Uh, I remember leaving the theater because I was, I was doing my internship out in um, Rockville, Maryland. Leaving the theater and calling my girlfriend at the time. And like, I had the grin on my face. And like, I was like, that movie was awesome. That movie was so much fun. Da-da. And the other one I was talking about is of Ghostbusters 2 when I was a little kid in the theater with my mom. And like when... The logo comes up. I just w- couldn't stop grinning. And I was like, I want to try. For some reason, I forget. It's 1989. So what? I'm six years old. Dude. I'm like, I want to play it cool. Wait, I don't want to grin like a moron. Ghostbusters 2 love. Because like I've had so many arguments about Ghostbusters 2. A lot of people have a lot of hate, especially director T-Bone. We were always fighting about yeah. it. I was like, no, dude. Like, they were my friends. And I was just happy to see him exactly. again. <laughs> and I love that evil painting and yeah. the goo. And I love that you can make the goo happy. Like, you yeah. can charge it with positive vibes as yeah, well yeah. as negative yeah. vibes. And like... Oh, it's, it's so good. It was funny. Statue of Liberty. I, people always say, oh man, Ghostbusters 2 was terrible. And I'm like, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't, it was a fun movie. And then I watched that honest trailer where they were like, if you for Ghostbusters 2, like, if you, if you're afraid of the new Ghostbusters, ruin, if you're afraid of the new, the 2016 Ghostbusters ru- sequel ruining the original, then make sure you forget about the 1989 Ghostbusters really sequel. And they go anything. through, they're like, they totally, I never thought about it because I'm not that guy. Like, I always talk about, it. I don't think I should be on our movie reacts product, right? Because I just don't think analytically about movies like I yeah. do about games and when I'm watching this trailer they're like it's the same story I'm like no it isn't and they go it and is, I'm like oh is, fuck it is the same story <laughs> it is the same story but I think that sometimes though when you do it the second time around you get it tighter and I felt like I I liked it I like it was just totally it. a move for kids which they understood their audience yep. and that, that coat and it came alive on that woman oh yeah yeah minx, something like, strange so scary like, <laughs> I loved it I don't know it just got it got me right sure. here so Janos, I love come on. Yeah. I saw him in some trailer for something the other night when we went to see Killing Joke. I'm like, Janos. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I, I love him. I think Avengers, you're right, is the in terms of the best comic book movie because it is, we're never going to get something that nails comic books in quite that same way. That is such a just melding of, it's the event. You know what I yeah. mean? Like It's the event comic book brought to life and it had so many moments that made us happy. They did what we wanted. The the 360 shot sure. showing everybody off. Oh, man. The, the shot going through the city of everybody doing their moves and stuff. It's like, I, I mean, cool. Every Hulk moment, right? That's every, how oh, ridiculous. Man. My mom's yeah. angry. Yeah. You're like, what the? 
awful. Yeah, no, and they, yeah. they, they moment after moment in the second half of that movie was just yeah, like payoff, payoff, yeah, payoff, right, payoff. Right, right. You know, and then the, and the, even the, like the whole thing of you know Tony dying and falling, and then like they, you know, I was expecting. I love. I feel like it's so rare that comic book movies surprise you. Right, I was talking about it when I was watching Ant Man, and they kept fucking like focusing on Michael Douglas's tank on his chain. And I leaned over to who I was like, "I bet that tank's gonna be important." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when Tony Stark's there, and they're like, they're all about to give up. I really expect Thor to swing his hammer and call a lightning bolt down, but instead Hulk roars, and it's like this funny moment. It was great, and then the shawarma thing, and then the shawarma. Th- it was like. Fuck you guys get this. Man. Yeah. Yeah, well that's Joss Whedon. I mean that's yeah. the magic of Joss Whedon. Exactly. Like, he does get it. He's a real comic book dork guy and he loves it and he nailed it and they just they, it was the perfect storm. But yeah. unfortunately, like, I don't know. I feel bad for him for Avengers 2. Yeah. You yeah. know, because I don't think that was his fault. I think that no, the studio he wanted He's him about to it. do so much crap and he did everything they wanted him to do and it wasn't that great because Ultron's kind of boring. Well, see, well, honestly though, Avengers 2's biggest problem was what we were talking about in the last topic about comic book uh, yeah, just comic books, and that the events and we like these comics and all of a sudden all this shit has to get shoehorned in. So who's a movie that we're enjoying and all of a sudden Thor's off in a mountain? Right. Why? I don't know. He's in a cave. Look in the water or something. Some stuff in the water. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's saying something else. And it's like that distracts from the focus. Whereas Avengers, yeah. the focus was get them together, do cool shit. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not excited about like Infinity Gauntlet stuff to be honest because I feel like it's going to be one of those events where it's just going to yeah. like ruin what we already have that's going that we like and yeah. then it's just going to... is. I mean, this is my problem with the... Like, you know, I caught a lot of flack with our own audience for Civil War. Yeah. We're like, I'm not the Marvel guy. And so like I always talk about it and correct me, you're going to have to set me straight. Uh, the what uh, Winter Soldier ended with uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet yep. Witch, right? And my girlfriend... No, 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 no. That was Avengers 2. Was it really? No, no, they're Avenger, in, they're in wait, Avengers hold on. too. It's yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Captain and my, and my girlfriend at the time, Lee Nervous, like, the lights come up, she's like, oh man, who are those people? Dan, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I can tell you their names, no idea what their fucking powers yeah. are, what their history is. And so like, we're to that point now where it's like, it gets so off in the weeds where Civil War, I'm like, I'm just not a Captain America fan. And I can't, and I feel bad about saying that because it's like, everybody who's always like, Superman's so boring. I'm like, well, that's why Captain America's boring. He does, you're, everything you're saying is the same thing, the problem with him. He's just always doing this thing. That, and like, so like, <laughs> I always make this talk about this, like, in this, we're watching Civil War, and 30 minutes in, I lean over to Tim, I'm like, where the fuck is Spider-Man? I paid for Spider-Man. And then Spider-Man shows up, and it's like, oh, it's so like, this entire segment, and Ant-Man, and everything's amazing, and then uh. they're like, okay, uh, you guys keep fighting, we're gonna go to off and do our thing. I'm like, no, don't, don't leave her, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, it's like now we're to Infinity Gauntlet, finally, I'm so fucking, I, the Avengers, Oh my God, Thanos! I don't know much about him, but that's really cool. And now I'm just like, fucking Jesus, do something, Thanos! What are you doing? I know it's just like I don't care, and like I just don't like omnipotent villains. Like mm. I like things like Civil War a lot better than things like Infinity Gauntlet, whatever, because it's like it's an internal problem and it's a family fight, and that's yeah. why I love the X Men. And like I think those are far more compelling, interesting style. Like you know, ideological discussions are far more interesting to me than I've got a. A glove that makes me omnipotent. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just like, well, bleh, you know. Yeah. See, bleh. I'm I'm excited for it just because I think that it's the the first chance that we're getting to do what Avengers did, which is bring all the characters together for the first time. And I think that Civil War kind of did a, the mini version of that right. for the Phase yeah. Two. But now that we have the Guardians and we're, we're getting, about to get Doctor Strange and like Ant Man's a bigger thing and all this, like people. Ant-Man is now a thing. Ant-Man's no Ant-Man. longer, he's no longer, people love Ant-Man, but love going it. into it, it's like, I don't know if Ant-Man's going to work. And it's like, well, it worked. So I think Fuck that. Fuck you, it worked great. Yeah. <laughs> so Infinity War is going to be the first time to see all of them together and yeah. to get, you know, uh, Star-Lord talking to Tony Stark. And like that, That'll I think, cool. is going to have really those special cool. moments. And then you need the, 
the big bad guy to kind of allow all that to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whatever. And it taking forever. I think that that is just the, the, the culminating story. I, that it's they just that needed. weird thing, I guess of like the lead up to Avengers. Even when I watched captain America, I was like, I've never really liked this character. I like this movie. I love Chris Evans. I love the you know, this interplay there, the whole Peggy thing, whatever. Like you fucking get over it, dude. You 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 know what I mean? Has Shoot. he has he had laid though yet? Still like is he still a virgin? What, uh, no, at the why? Well, uh, yeah, I don't. I think he's he, he needs to get laid. In the next thing, he might have gotten laid. <laughs> he's been by the yeah. world I'm going to imagine he got like, laid in between like what's happening right now. Yeah, exactly. With uh, what's her face? I forgot Peggy's her name. Cousin, yeah. daughter, news, yeah. Susan, Nephew, niece. Yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's like that's the whole thing. Is I guess even the movie. Like I, I'm not a Thor guy. I'm very. I'm I'm very, I have a bunch of picky rules where it's like yeah. once you get into space and you're an alien, I'm like, nah, it's hard for me to That's connect fine. with you. You're I don't not like a cosmic that. Dude, man. Exactly. But it's like I enjoyed Thor fine or whatever. And so when we get to Avengers, I'm like, I've enjoyed the ride till now. Whereas now I feel like we're in this gap where I'm like, I'm not really enjoying this ride. Like Doctor Strange, I look at him and it's like, I don't know. See, that's so funny because the original movies I felt like were very kind of, I wasn't necessarily enjoying the ride. Like getting in there, Thor surprised me that it wasn't bad. Yeah. I went into it thinking it was going to be horrible. Iron Man. Oh my god! I think Come people, on. I Iron think Man people, One is great. Yeah, it is great, so but I good. think I think people look back at it like a little bit, giving it a little too much bonus points. Like I think that it, it's but I th- I don't it's think really it's really good. I don't think it's looking back with bonus points. I think it's looking back with the points you gave it at the time because you came. I we that was the real one of like like Ant Man. Over everybody's like who nobody cares about Iron Man. Are yeah. you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah. A, True. And you went in, you went in, you watched that movie, and I'll never forget again being surprised. Where again, like I know he's an alcoholic. And I know he's got the suit and whatever. And that's all I really knew about Iron Man at the time. And you watch that thing and he gets to the end for that press conference and he's, he does the thing. I am Iron Man. And the things. Yeah. And I was like, shit, that was awesome. Holy yeah. fuck am I excited. And, and then, then Samuel Jackson comes out and you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. 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 But see, that was cool because that started the conversation in the mainstream of is is he talking about Avengers? Is that what the, this initiative is? Is it, who is in the Avengers? Then everyone's yeah, yeah. Googling it and figuring it out and like, Oh, Ant-Man's in the Avengers. How are they going to do it? No, and there yeah, was yeah. conversation happening, but then we got the, there was the Hulk movie literally like, was it like the same week? When I went to see Iron Man, I remember the Hulk was in the theater next to it. Really? Really? I don't think yeah. that was, I, it might've been like a month before, Wait, but then the Edward Norton, yeah. 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 No. Wasn't it? I, I swear. I swear to God, they're in the theater at the same time. It might have been uh, months off, but I, I swear. Did you go to like a shitty dollar theater? Or no, yeah. it was at the uh, Daily City Theater. Anyways, the um, but the, the whole no, movie, it was here. fine, right? Yeah, and then, yeah. they, like, fine. Yeah. Thor, surprising because it wasn't bad. Captain America. It was all right. I think Captain America has aged well where it's like, yeah. I, I think I like it more now than I did then. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't until Avengers that I'm like, this is awesome. The, here's the payoff. They were all, all right. I think that the individual movies now are better than they used to be. Like mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of exceptions like Iron Man 2, mm. yeah. Iron Man yeah. 3. He's not crazy so far. Both came out in 2008. I don't yeah. know. That is that like a lot of properties are coming out have to win people over where it's like Ant-Man. Who cares about Ant-Man? And then we watch it and it's like, wow. I care about Ant-Man. I care a lot about Ant-Man. And then Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like the Guardians, same thing man. where it's like, Killed it. who gives a fuck about these people? But then it's like, oh, wait, no. Somebody wrote a good story and they made it a good movie and now we're seeing it. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, well, it's, I mean, I think it's. May 2nd for Iron Man, June 13th for Incredible Hulk. There you yeah, go. That does check wow. out. There you it does go. check wow. out. Yeah. We thought wow. you were an idiot, but you actually had it. I can't believe that. I really. Welcome to the show, yeah, uh, but, but so that's the thing is like we're looking at the there's phase two. I guess now we're in. Is it now phase three? When's I don't even try to keep up. I don't I even no fucking know. Keep up anymore. But it's like with Doctor Strange. That's a perfect example. I don't care about Doctor Strange. I've read all the Ultimate comics, so that's my only yeah. kind of 
you know, touchstone on his character or whatever. And I don't know how faithful that is to the 616 stuff, but he, the, the trailer, I saw the first one. I'm like, all right, I'm as sold on this as I was on Thor. And I saw the second trailer at Comic-Con. I'm like, I'm a little bit more sold on this. this I haven't seen the second trailer. So this, I was like, okay. this might be an Ant-Man. This might be a yeah. Guardian. So that's exciting. And I'm, I'm pretty damn sure that I'm going to lose my shit seeing Doctor Strange in Avengers eventually, you know, because mm. they're, they're going to oh, do yeah. that moment yeah. and oh, it's yeah. going to be fucking cool. Oh, yeah. You're going to need that magic, homie. If you're going to be fighting Thanos and all that nonsense, you're going to need, you need a Sorcerer shit. Supreme on yeah. your team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> saying. But I, I got to give the shout out to Dark Knight. I know we talk about it so much in the show, but in terms we of... We haven't talked about it at all. This episode... I mentioned call, it. No, okay. But, uh, but my, the best comic book movie, I think, goes to Avengers because of the comic book stuff. But Dark Knight, I think, transcends that and just goes into... Dark Knight's just a good movie. It happens to be using comic book characters. Yeah. Sure, sure. So course, I feel like even when we talk about... Um, and these are all just labels that don't really mean anything. But like Dark Knight Returns, what's the difference between... Is it a comic book or is it a graphic novel? Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like Dark Knight... Uh, is the graphic novel the best graphic novel movie? And yeah, there's been a couple yeah. of those that are that are really good. I, again, I, I do think Watchmen's great, and um, 300 for what it is is what it is. But like, uh, I think Dark Knight stands alone as like, man, this is just this is going to go down as one of the best movies of all time. I remember, I remember uh, the story about that goes that it was it came out the Friday of E3, and I didn't go see it because I wanted to get home and see it with my girlfriend at the time. And I remember I texted Roper as soon as the show ended, and I was like, what did you think? And he goes, if this doesn't win, every Oscar possible. <laughs> and I was like, fuck! And then I watched it, like, oh, man, this was amazing. This yeah. was fucking amazing. Oh, man, that movie was nuts. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember seeing that in the theater and just, like... It was like, what is I this? Yeah. Being genuinely creeped out by Ledger's Joker the first time oh, he really man. comes out and he slams the dude's so head on the pencil and you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah and he's just like, God. look at his mouth. Yeah, 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 on yeah. like pills, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh. He was great. That movie was great. But I mean, that's the thing is they nailed the Dark Knight Batman in the way that uh, Avengers nailed the Marvel yeah. popcorn yeah, characters. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's also Christian Bale, too. I mean, Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think there's that movie. I can't believe how all. mean history has been to him. I know. Now that we're at Batfleck and everybody's like, man, and yeah, and yes. Bale was like, so, and I was like, we fucking loved Bale when Bale was being Bale. Like, let's not be. A- we love Bale, all right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> get out of here. Don't get me wrong. Dark Knight Rises sucked, but everything. I mean, <laughs> he was fine, man. I mean, it's, it's, but that wasn't his fault. Yeah, exactly. Like, why? Why, why is Batman walking around in a stark white room? Why is he fighting people in slow motion? What is going on? Yeah, yeah. I like Rises. Colin's not here to stop me. I like Rises a lot. Someone needs to. Yeah. You need to be stopped. Um, Rises is not nearly as bad as everybody says it is. Not nearly. And when I I say everybody, I mean the vocal minority on the internet. Because honestly, that movie is good. It's a good movie. It's just not The Dark Knight. And it's not Begins. Yeah. But as an end cap to that So I made this comment on our uh, one of our Batman v Superman reactions. We've done way too many. Don't do this again. Don't do this again. That Batman v Superman is a better movie than Dark Knight Rises. So. Whoa! And, yeah. and everybody's like, See, "This is the bullshit." Yeah. I gotta like, prove it, prove it, prove it. And I want you to know, that I've literally been on Amazon before with the controller in hand, like psyching myself up to fucking buy Dark Knight Rise. I'm like, I can't do it. I hate this movie. Yeah. I don't want to sit Whoa. here for three hours. Like, oh, Rogu. Uh, I haven't seen it since the theaters. I mean, I haven't felt the need to see it, but you know, I probably should rewatch it. I feel like you know, maybe I don't know. I, I should try it again. I I'm I'm like on the fence. I'm neutral. I'm yeah. neutral. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I just, it, the story goes is that we we had gone to visit PlayStation the day before I saw it. They uh, people have seen it at midnight and I didn't see it. And one of the guys I was talking to, I don't agree. His name's Sid. Great dude. I don't always agree with him on video games. Yeah. And he was like, "It's so bad. It is this." And I'm like, "All right, cool. Well." I'm, and I'm the DC, you know, apologist. <laughs> so I'm like, "Well, whatever. I don't agree with Sid on video <laughs> games. I'm sure it won't be that." And I'm watching this. and I lean over to my date. And I'm just like. 
this is really bad, right? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, what's happening? What's happening? How I don't understand that. Me and Kevin went, and we literally, after the movie, went and parked in front of my house. We were just like, that was the best trilogy of all time. Yep. Like, I can't believe, and again, we're not saying it's the best of the Trilogies movies. Trilogies are hard to do. No, I know, but, I know. But I know. as a trilogy, they just, they nailed they, the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I, it's so crazy to me that, like, people could dislike it that much. Like, and I think the problem is we're at a point now, and especially that movie. This is like your Ghostbusters too. It might be. It is. <laughs> but uh, that that movie when it it came out that year was I think the be- real beginning of the influx of comic book mm-hmm. movies, where it was cool to not like comic book movies anymore and to be super critical of everything happening. Because like we're at a point now where how is it possible that you watch Civil War and weren't just absolutely in love with it? Yeah. And it's because we just have so much. I, and you know? I, don't get me wrong, I. I I was asking you about, you know, like when you got into comics or, you know, was it hard for you to find a peer? Because that was my story of being super alienated. I remember I was just talking to somebody I'm dating and I was telling her the story of like when I was getting ready to go to college. What a big deal. I was so hopeful to find people that liked comics and video games and maybe a girl that did <laughs> like those things too. You know what I mean? Of like, yeah, it was yeah. in, in my high school, I'm the only person who gives a shit about any of this. Mm-hmm. And I like, cause I like it in such a different way. And so, yeah, to get to these points where it's just like, if you were to look back and talk to Greg Miller in high school and be like, there's a Gotham show and there's a green arrow show and there's a flash show and there's a Supergirl show and there's this yeah. and you only watch like one of them and the other one you kind of watch and the other you just don't like and I would be like what because I remember distinctly long hair Superman post death and return uh, fighting somebody fought into I think might have been fighting toy man and they fought into a toy store and the toy store was lined from wall to wall with DC action figures and I was like I want to live in that world and I don't even care that I get crushed maybe by somebody throwing a car or whatever. And it was this. And then you jump ahead to now. There's so much of it. And when I was, I went back to Missouri two years ago or whatever. And I'm walking around with my college friends and they're two kids. And they wanted to go buy baseball bats because they're fucking these kind of losers that play sports. And we cut down one of these aisles. And it was literally like I'm like walking. I'm like. Oh my God, it's happened. And I look and it's just like, it's, it's Fisher price, like, you know, toys for, and they have like random weirdo. They have a Mr. Mixelplick and they have a fucking dark right. side. And you're like, how does, and none of them care. And I grab them like, you must understand. You have to start playing with these. Like, that's my thing is like, you know, all this shit's blowing up, but then like X-Men are fucked, you know? And I'm like, Where's my X Men merch? Like, no, like, I got fucked, you know, like, I'm so bummed. And we, you mentioned it, but a big shout out to X Two. Well, so I want, I want your thoughts on this. So the X Men movies, as the X Men purist, I think that might be where you're. It's you're, well, you I'm, can't like them. I mean, yeah, I'm an asshole for sure. X Men Two is like the closest. Yes. You know? Like I think that that's the most solid one. Like, God, that opening, like, the Nightcrawler. opening is fucking killer. Uh. Like when I saw it in the theater, I was like. Oh, like I was losing my fucking mind. Um, I love, I love that opening sequence, but it's just, I don't like the singer verse. I don't like Brian Singer's tone. I don't like the, how depressing and it's black and it's blue and no one's ever having fun and no one wants to use her powers. And like, you know, in X-Men three rogues story conclusion is she gets rid of her powers and we're supposed to be happy for her. Yeah, like what's no, X3, going on? X3, like, no, let's just pretend that. And, no. well, and, then, and, and I can't happen. believe yeah. they're still going because you had like X-Men one, which was like, okay, for its time, it was starting it was off was. a whole bunch of stuff, and like it really helped like kick off the whole superhero movie totally thing. Did. Totally did. I totally give it that. But if you look at it, it's like X Men Amateur Hour. It's like sure. it doesn't have a good budget. Yeah. Like there's yeah. not a lot of great fights. Like whatever. And then we get to the second one. It's like all right, we're doing better. And then the third one's like garbage. And then the and then you have the Wolverine movie that came out that was garbage. And I was like, 
and and another Wolverine movie that was kind of like, Ugh. like I don't really like this either. And so, yeah, which one right. is that? is that the one where the he, Japan the Japan one? Yeah, one? Okay, no, right. and, and but I liked it. This first class came out first. But, right? and why did they lean into the costume? Why did they cut out the costume bit? That would have saved some. Well, the thing is, is that Hugh Jackman's not going to look right in that freaking costume because you're supposed he doesn't to be have short. to use it. He, he can just look at it and be like, oh fuck it. Well, yeah, I I've, and I've heard your whole Hugh Jackman rant before. It's, you want your you, Hugh wanna, Jackman too fuckable, I believe is yeah, your quote. Yeah, he, well, he's, he's a Hollywood Wolverine, and you know what? Trust me, like I mean, he's hot. Don't get me wrong. Like oh, yeah, I've had really thoughts about him, but like <laughs> I think that I want to see an angry, short, little hairy man. You know, Nick. like no. Nick Have you heard her pitch for who she wants for? <laughs> no, give it to him. Okay, so I got to go back in time. I got to get a time machine. I got to go back in time. I got to get a bunch of HGH and some steroids. Start feed it to Bob Hoskins. All right? Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> They'll like get him really ripped and then yeah, like transport him and then he's Wolverine. I think that <laughs> that, that would, would be awesome. when I heard you, Mario. When I heard you when I heard you say that, I was like, fuck, that's a great pick. Like for that would be great. I I don't know, because that's the oh thing. Okay, so you have like I've been a lot of thinking about the X-Men and you have that big, you know, Gene and Scott and Wolverine thing. And everyone's always like, well, why isn't she with Wolverine? You know, everyone always asks themselves that question. And it's like, well, because he's like five foot three and he's a hairy, angry little crazy dude that you can't take to a party because he's going to have a bad attitude and like yeah. ruin something. And then he's either going to kill you or Sabretooth is going to kill you. Like, yeah, you mentioned that every Wolverine of, girlfriend dies. Like, there's <laughs> a lot of shit that comes along with like hooking up with Wolverine. So, you know, of course you would pick Scott Summers. Like, he's going to, he's a rock. He's going to be there. He's a better boyfriend. Material, you know, even though I feel like Scott and Gene kind of activate each other's kind of negative, then they're, they're not great together either. Because sure. I feel like Gene with Wolverine, even though he's crazy and hairy and weird, he would like give her a place to express her dark side, you know, like mm. and they could do some stuff together. Whereas with Scott, she's trying to be a good girl all the time, and then yeah. that's not going to work out. And then she's going to go Dark Phoenix, and it's crazy. Oh, so yeah. you know, it's a whole no, thing. No, it's the end. It's a whole thing. The Wolverine sex is probably better too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. I really like that movie. Oh, so oh. good. So good. So, so yeah. glad you brought that up. Yeah. Scott so Pilgrim, I would up. say, is probably, I mean, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. But the problem with it is what I was saying earlier about Watchmen is that because it's a movie, there's limitations to it. Mm-hmm. That movie needed to be an hour longer because it's great the first 45 minutes or whatever. And then they go from X1, yeah. there's seven X's, right? X1, give them some time. X2, cool. X3, four, five, six, seven. You're just like total wrap up and like yeah. in, in almost like a montage and uh, that it, it makes it feel really rushed and incomplete. And I feel like the the books allowed it to really breathe maybe a bit too much, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I would have loved to even a part one and part two of the movie, I think could have serviced that a lot better to really make it like stand out. But that's a, a movie theater experience where I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't believe this movie's happening. I yeah. can't believe I'm hearing the the fairy theme from Zelda. And I can't yeah. believe like the transition effects and like that movie is the type of movie I want to make. The frenetic style. Oh man, like it's just I it's so Edgar good. Wright, yeah. Edgar so Wright is yeah. just yeah. Can you imagine his, his Ant Man? Oh. I know. Oh, Every no. time I talk about Edgar Wright, it's like damn. Because you can see it in Ant Man. You can see the moments that yeah. were his, like all those the conversations yeah, were like, yeah, the, yeah, all the stuff with like Anna or whatever when they yeah, cut away yeah. and somebody's talking. Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. god, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm so stoked on Wasp. <laughs> like oh, I like because in the Marvel universe, there's not a lot of chicks that like I'm into. Like. 
Black Widow, I don't know. She's kind of a, like a liar spy lady. Like, sure. I don't know if I can deal with that. And then you Plus have, she's sterile. Yeah, she's not cool. JK. Scarlet yeah. Witch, uh, I don't Too know. Far. She's, I don't know. I don't, okay, I, don't whatever, right? I, like, I like Scarlet Witch, but like in the movies, she's a little. Eh. And then Captain or uh, Captain Marvel coming out. I don't. She's too, she's in the army and stuff. I don't know. I'm really excited to see what they do. With I'm that, excited though. with. I like see, I like Brie a lot, but I don't like identify. With sure, her, no, you know. But it's like I can get behind some wasp business. Yeah. I want to mm. see more like because I heard that the title of the new Ant Man movie is Ant Man and, and the Wasp. And the wasp. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. like, yes. I like that severe bob and the business lady coats. As you know, I hate prognosticating. But do you think that Spider-Man Homecoming, if we did this topic in two years, would be in the running for the best? Super no. Movie? No? I don't think it can. Because, again, I God, think... God, he I, was so good in Civil War. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I think, I think the movie's going to be fantastic. But I think it's going to face the thing of just... We've, there's so much movies that if Civil War didn't make it, Spider-Man's not going to make it. Civil War is fucking See, fantastic. And I hear this. This is probably my. You know, it's so rare. I, it's always the fun thing about talking about Marvel movies, where I get to be the mainstream. Whereas, like you know, DC, we finished Batman. I'm like, did you love when Flash came back in time? And the Ome- and everyone's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you're fucking stupid. Like for this one, where I feel like it's probably it. I I think for me it will be. Because if they bend it and it's like, hey, it's Spider Man and Tony Stark will be here, and Michael fucking Keaton's gonna be the Vulture or whatever. It's like. Yeah, if you can keep the tone you had in what you had in Civil War and bring that over, great. Yeah, because I'm totally biased to the fact of like I just don't like Captain America that much as much as I try. Yeah, I mean, I, I trust me, I think that movie is going to be fantastic, but I, I don't know if it's going to. I think it's going to be too too small to hit this this type of conversation. Spider-Man too small. Yeah, well, I know, right? Because uh, it's like when we were, all the movies that we're listing, they all have something about them that makes them stand out. Avengers is the culmination thing. Dark Knight is the story sure. of it, right? We talked about Spider-Man 2, though. Yeah, but Spider-Man 2 was only good because it was the first good thing, right? No, but I mean, it was it was good because we didn't have to worry about the origin. If we don't have to worry about the origin homecoming, and it's just like, all right, cool, I'm Spider-Man, yeah. Uncle Ben died, and da-da-da, and now I'm going to go do Spider-Man stuff, and I'm in high school, we'll and this see. is fun. We'll see. I, I don't know if it can... Uh, you Spider think it's gonna top a, Spider-Man two? Uh, oh yeah, I, I think this is gonna be the best Spider-Man well, movie. It's ever one made. of those. And when you go back, I feel like when you go back and watch Spider-Man two, it doesn't hold up as much. Yeah, and I, don't know, I watched it. I watched it not too long ago, and it's really yeah. solid. It's yeah. really solid. Like Sam Raimi did a Sam great Raimi job. Was so, and that was the whole thing of like when I remember. God, God damn it, do I remember being duped on Spider-Man three? Where I was yeah. just like, oh. uh, seems like a lot of characters, but I trust you, Sam Raimi. Go for it. Here's my problem with it is that was studio interference. Fucker. You can't. You yeah. can't give <laughs> Sam Spider-Man Raimi. two is is a is a great movie. But my problem is it's not a great Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man is not Spider-Man. Peter Parker is not Peter Parker. I Why think isn't he? Just because he's the, the the quips and stuff. Where are they? They're not in that movie. Well, there's different types of Peter Parker, yeah. though. And they were playing like a more 60s kind of Peter Parker. Like they were like... Who's literally no one's favorite Peter Parker. Well, but that's what they were doing. And I feel like they translated that tone very well. But it isn't the... like. The it isn't the quippy one. one. But I mean, like, I, I still totally dug... Like, when he's like... You know, when he goes to the doctor and the guy's like, well, you know, maybe you don't need to be Spider-Man. Why you don't need to be climbing up those walls. And like the cop, the car rolls by and he's like drink, eating ice cream. I, yeah. I, uh, what's there's raindrops. Yeah. Fall yeah. And I'm, like that entire montage was awesome. And then, yeah, when Mary Jane gets stolen, he does like the fucking epic boom, drops his glasses like that's fucking great. And Doc Ock was so good. Yeah, no, for Doc, sure. Man, Alfred Molina was great. Mm. And I love that scene in the the operating theater scene. It was just like so Evil Dead. Yeah, I know, right, yeah. right. Like the fucking snap yeah, zooms and like fucking like, uh, claws and shit. And then clawing the floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. So yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I like, can, I, can I admit a movie that it's not very great, but I like it? Howard the Duck. Uh, no, no. <laughs> the Shadow. 
Oh my god! Oh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I remember. I remember Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I've never seen that. Man, you should watch it. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got Tim Who knows? Curry in Shadow it. Knows. Tim Curry. Yeah, it's got Tim Curry in it. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I think it's pretty ridiculous, but I think it holds. Like it's it's very like okay. Here's my thing about bad movies. I like bad movies with good pacing. You know, oh, okay. it's like there's a lot of movies out there. Like as long as it has good pacing, like all right, great. Yeah. And that's one of those movies where it's a little cheesy, a little whatever. But the pacing is so great, and Alec Baldwin was at his prime. That was, so, that was I mean, definitely I know you guys aren't on the same wavelength on Alec Baldwin as I am. No, I trust me, I am. I don't know. He's a very magnetic fellow. No, yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Not anymore, but... We're talking about he was great in 30 Rock. Well, you know, so he, he called I mean, his he daughter is. a pig. I know. <laughs> he said a whole bunch of other shit. That whole crazy Ooh. shit. He needs to stay off social media. Yeah, yeah, mm. he does. It's, you know, it's not for everybody. So we've all agreed. Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition, <laughs> uh, best superhero. Film I still of all haven't time. seen the Ultimate Edition. I had a guy on Twitter who got mad at me. He was like hating on me. He's like, "How dare you! Like you can't talk about the movie if you haven't even seen the Ultimate Edition. You know, you don't even know what you're talking about." And I'm like, "Dude, I mean, he makes 30, a point. Dude, adding 30 no, minutes to that? I'm no. fucking around. <laughs> adding 30 minutes to that is not going to change. Like, you need to take 30 minutes off of that thing, not add more. <laughs> like, oh man. I mean, so I just googled." Okay. Best superhero movies. Yeah. Or best comic book movies. Oh, god damn it. And what, what uh, IGN article did you find? No, no, no. I'm just the Google has like images. The Google. We're dealing with Avengers, yeah. Dark Knight, uh-huh. Spider Man Two, X Two, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, Dark Knight Rises. Fuck that. So there you go, Dark Knight Rises. No watchman. Um X Men First Class. No, too many Superman one. Yeah. Not two. No, no kick ass. I mean I can make I can sit here and I can talk to you for another whole fucking topic about Superman 1 versus Superman 2. Let's move on. I'm go- We're going to move on. <laughs> Superman 1's a great flick, but it does the same thing where it's just like, why do we have to see his origin story again? I know. And it's a very, it's a, but a, again, you have to take it back to, yourself back to that time where like, for the first time you yeah. are seeing Krypton and you are seeing the ship and you are seeing all this different stuff. Mm. Superman 2 just gets the right to business, right? Awesome. Zod. You kidding me? <laughs> you fucking kidding like, me? What's that what also, name? Superman like comes, uh, uh, Ursa. Also, yeah. Superman then comes back and fucks some guy up at a diner for no reason. <laughs> Never seen garbagey garbage before. You're a fucking, you're Superman. Why are you back fucking this guy up? Like, sure, he sucks, but. Well, it's well, it's like that scene in uh in the what was the Superman of Steel? Yeah. Where he's oh, working. Oh, he fucks the truck up. He fucks the truck up. And that I like. Like, no. that I like. No. That I like. That's an honest human emotion. He could have just easily picked him up and put him outside. Instead, he decided to ruin his truck. <laughs> That's kind of like <laughs> messed up. <laughs> yeah, it was totally fucked up and it wasn't a smart move as far as and hiding like, himself. Why did you let him? He really just pick him up. Like, you're a bouncer. Bounce. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I think he like, was actually like a barback or a busboy. Whatever. I'm just bounce. You, know, I'm just you, you know. can do it. Yeah, you know, you've Henry never Cavell. been up to Alaska like he had. You don't know what it's like up Deadliest there. Deadliest catch. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole like, no, let me die. Like, no, dad, I'm not going to no, let you die. I can be there in a heartbeat. Like, no I one you would back. even know because it's a freaking tornado and no one's looking. There's like, yeah. it's fine. Ugh. He's like, no, he's like, he's like, this. He's like, no, dad, uh, Smallville season one ended this exact same way. And I saved Lana. So I'll save you too. Cause yeah. it's a fucking goddamn movie where I'm Superman. Anyways, Tim. Yes. Talk number four is all yours. So here's the deal. Uh, we fell in love with you over oh. Game of Thrones content. Yeah. Where I, didn't, I fell in love with over the comic book stuff. Well, you take it to a whole other level of really kind of explaining all the shit that we don't understand yes. because you are an expert at not only the TV show, but also the books and the differences and the characters mm-hmm. and the history of the characters that you wouldn't even know exists if you just watched the show. So my question to you, I want you to kind of predict the future here. Okay. 
how is Game of Thrones going to end? Like, let's go through the characters and where do you think everything's going to end up in the TV show right. universe? The TV and then universe. if you think it's going to end differently in the books, you know, let's okay. let's go from there. This might get spoilery. So just be yeah, I mean, a thousand percent it's going to get spoiler if, you if you're not up to date right now, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So where do we want to start with who's with Tyrion's going to be king. I think that's I think that's a possibility because as we know, Daenerys, she's an amazing conqueror, but she's not a great ruler. And that's how I am. Like, I love conquering, but I hate the mundane realities of actually ruling a kingdom. <laughs> like, the man What does that mean? <laughs> you know, like, what does that mean in your life, 19? <laughs> and so, I don't know. I think that he would be a great fit to be the king, although I don't know. I mean, that's definitely... I feel like the show is is writing kind of for fan fiction of what people want to see. So I feel like Tyrion, I'm going to give him like a 60% probability of like ending up on the Iron Throne. Okay. Uh, I mean, as we have... Okay, so Jon Snow is like the only eligible bachelor in the entire of Westeros. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Daenerys and him are going to hang out at yeah. some point. And he's half Targaryen. Although she can't have babies, so I—I I mean, that doesn't mean that they're gonna have a dynasty or anything like that, because she's barren. So like, they couldn't be—they couldn't carry on their line, you know, if they were king and queen. Like, mm -hmm. so that wouldn't work. So it would make more like sense for Tyrion and maybe somebody else. Maybe Sansa. Maybe they get back together. Oh, maybe Tyrion. The reunion we're waiting for. Maybe Sansa's like, you know what? You weren't so bad. You know, like, see how the other half lives. No, I'll fuck you. Uh, yeah, you were all right actually, uh, comparatively to everybody else. Um, but I think that, you know, we might see, um, I mean, we might see Bran warg into a dragon, you know, I feel like that, Holy shit. that wow. could be a thing. <laughs> I feel awesome. like that could be a thing. I think we're going to have the Clegane bowl eventually. Yes. Yeah. We're going to have to see Sandor and the mountain zombie mountain, like fight it out. Jamie is definitely going to kill Cersei. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's going to choke her out cause she's like the big bad for next season. So, yeah. I mean, let's, let's take this season by season. Then. Okay. So right now season six just ended. We know we have two more left. Yeah. We know that they're going to be shortened seasons. Yes. So what does that mean? So season season seven is going to be seven episodes, and I think season yeah. eight is going to be eight episodes. That's not confirmed. And I think the, the seven those parts the final confirmed. two seasons, final two seasons of the yeah. show. So we're, one of those seasons work. I think season seven was confirmed for seven. Season seven is confirmed yeah. for seven. Yeah. Season eight's eight, not confirmed, eight, yeah, but still. the rumor right. is they had said that there's going to be fifteen left. Yeah, I heard so, thirteen to fifteen. It could somewhere be. in there. So with the two seasons left. Okay. What do you think we're going to go from here? Season six. What happens in season seven? Okay. Well, in season six, Cersei's the big bad because they've been doing a big bad every season. So last season was Ramsey Bolton. This season, it's going to be uh, Cersei, of course. And I feel like this is, we'll probably in this season see Jamie kill Cersei at some point. Uh, and then the season after that, we're going to have the Night's King, I assume, is going to mm -hmm. be the deal. Um, so next season will probably be all about dispatching Cersei, <laughs> her whole story, what the deal is. Uh, and Daenerys, obviously, she's coming over. So, I mean, you know, Tyrion will be coming back as well. So we're going to have, like, them taking over King's Landing. I One thing that I think might happen is, okay, so we saw at the end of last season, she blew up the, the Sept of Baelor, right? Well, if you remember, Jaime, the Kingslayer, he killed Mad King Ares, Daenerys' father, because he was going to blow up the entire city, right? So I feel like one thing that Cersei might do... Next season is if Daenerys comes to attack King's Landing and take King's Landing, she might try to blow up the city like Mad King Eris, and that will probably prompt Jamie, Jamie to, to kill her because yeah. he's going to have to be the Queen the Slayer. Queen Slayer. And 
yeah, pat, it's the pattern. He's repeating that yeah. same pattern. Um, well, so. there's also there was that the um, the projection or whatever that Cersei the the prophecy right mm-hmm. where Cersei so was going to, her kids were going to die and then yeah. her brother's going to kill her. She's, we all assumed it was Tyrion, right? But now this is like all right, it's going to be Jamie. It's got to yeah. be Jamie. I mean, like I mean, it, it could be Tyrion, but I really feel. I mean, Jamie and her are the one that have yeah. like, their whole beef going on, and their whole relationship's been really weird in the show as compared to in the books. Like in the books, Jamie's like over her. I'll see you later or whatever. She's not queen of Westeros or anything yet. In the books, not. so if, if he's over her, is he all about Brienne? He's not about Brienne either, unfortunately. You know, mm. he's just kind of like, I got to figure my shit out, you mm. know, I think. Mm. So, it's important. But, uh, dude, I want to see, I want to see somebody get with Brienne. <laughs> I would love to see Jamie get with Brienne. What about Torment? But I'm down Are for Torment. <laughs> I like, he's a hot dude. Like, that actor's really cute. And I'm like, Jay, like, what do you? Get it. Get it. Get it. Like, why are you being scowly to this? That's like the the uh the assistant to Tyrion, yes, no? No, no, no. no, no. no. Podrick is the assistant. (laughs) (laughs) Tried to jump on the train, my arm got ripped off. Podrick is the squire to Brienne, though, and he's the guy who did. So who do you want to fuck Brienne? Uh Tormund. But like I mean, she the should wildling, like the big, the, the, the redheaded. Oh, wildling. thank you, the, the Capital One guy. Thanks. Yeah, That's yes. a, why don't you just use words guy. I know? Yeah, I want to <laughs> see that. I want to see that. I don't. Okay, so Sam, now hold on a second. Did you know that Jamie only has one hand? Yeah. Okay. God damn it, Greg. Greg. So <laughs> just so you know, we love Game uh-huh. of Thrones. Greg somehow missed the train. No, was no. on the train and then jumped off. Yeah, no, just no, no, this no, season. No, no, no. I get so, it. I no, get no, no, no. What? Ha- for what? I uh, in the very same way. I'm not very. I'm not a big space guy. I'm not a very big Fantasy. old school. Hey, we got fires and sticks and shit. Right. You know, what I mean, like Medieval Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim was weird. I got into Skyrim, right. but that was like thing. And so I had a girlfriend for a long time who was like, "Oh, I like Game of Thrones. Let's watch Game of Thrones." I was like, I'll watch along. And this, these are the conversations we had. Oh my god, can you believe that? And I'm like, who is that? Oh. The guy from the station agent. Oh, thank you very much. That helps me out. Oh, the Capital One guy. All right, great. Now I know what's going on. And so then we broke up and then we get to this season. I'm just like, I'm not motivated to watch this. Not because I was forced, but because it was her show in the same way I forced her to watch Flash. Right. And so here we are where I was just like, I have no motivation. And apparently this is the season where everything happened was great. No, 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 no. I wouldn't say that. I feel like this season's very much fan fiction, crazy season. I mean, it's like because they're off the books now. So sure. Well, the book sucked, obviously. George I mean, Railroad Martin. Well, it's so okay. I mean, you over forever. I, I'm asking you for your, for your predictions of the future, but let's okay. go go back a bit. What okay. would what would you have done with season six then? Well, I mean, I feel like they just blew their load with this whole show. Like, why do one book per season? Like, there's so much in all these books. They're so dense. You could really, like, once... I understand the first season. They don't know if the show's going to go or not. They don't know if it's going to catch on. I get it. So they're trying to fit a whole lot in there, right? But once you see that this shit's, like, popping off, why aren't you, like whoa and like have four seasons out of books like four well, and five but isn't that versus... the whole pro- i mean it, to jump in from the sidelines does it doesn't that fall into the whole thing of like what we hate about tv where tv goes on too long and but it, there's enough to mine that you could like is the thing like they have so much that they could work with and they're just like nope we're just gonna go real fast sure and it's kind of like but i kind of feel like the that it works to their benefit because season five was the one that everyone had a lot of issues with because it was so slow and there yeah. was like nothing really happening until the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, they changed a lot of things too in season five and it's, it's, uh, it's just, oh man, oh, Sansa's story is killing me. Yeah. Sansa's killing me. Is Sansa killing you guys? Yeah, she is. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, you know she has red hair. What's funny about her is like, so <laughs> everyone was upset. <laughs> everyone was upset about her in uh, season five. Yeah. And then now she's in season six. And everyone's all about her. But it's like, it to me, it doesn't really seem earned. 
No. Like, she's just kind of all of a sudden this badass character that's, like, all schemey and shit. she wore and it's a like, black dress at the end. Of and it's all of a sudden, how you she knew. goes from being the worst human being ever to, I'm supposed to like you now. But mm. then she doesn't do anything with it. Then she just ends up getting, like, raped and tortured for yeah. a whole season. And you're just like, I thought that, like, I thought with Sansa, I was like, well, maybe she'll play the father against the son. And maybe she'll sow dissension within the house. And that's how she'll, like, nope. subtly, no. Like, no. it was just, yeah. I'm going to jump off with Theon in the snow and we're going to run away and it was just like whatever and then like Littlefinger is weird and that whole thing and next to, like okay so I don't know this whole season where she's like I'm not going to tell John about the Knights of the Vale and you're like what? Why? And then at the Why? end she's like they she's, waited. Like, she's like sorry I didn't tell you John and he's like it's cool and it's like <laughs> what? Well, so, so that's the thing though is what was that whole stare down about right when the, I mean, the yeah. king of the north king of the north yeah. whatever and then Sansa looks over at Littlefinger and Littlefinger does his little like I'm Littlefinger here's I mean, my eyebrows well, it's, it's really confusing <laughs> to me because people who are pro Sansa are like well that means that her and him are in cahoots and that they're gonna maybe fuck over John or kill John and then take it or something like that but then the preceding thing that when we see them together she rebuffs his advances so I don't think they are in cahoots mm-hmm. and I don't and Sansa's never done anything awesome so <laughs> I don't think that she's going to do something awesome you know <laughs> like I just don't see it so I don't know what her end game is and like really honestly and I thought I think too it's like okay so she was married to Tyrion and then she got married to Ramsay and then she I mean you've been around a little bit like you've hung out with dudes like whatever and so when Littlefinger comes to her and is like, hey, like, I'm telling you, you can essentially manipulate me because I like you so much. And she's like, no, whatever. It's like, no, no, no. Like, manipulate that guy. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, say, yes, I'll kiss you. And then she's really like, I want to see her do something. Like, like the like, spindly fingers thing. Like, yeah, like learn or something. Like, learn learn the Game of Thrones, yep. though. It's yeah. like, that guy's the most manipulative guy. And if she can manipulate the most manipulative guy in Seven Kings, well, then you've earned my respect. Yeah. So what do you think his endgame is, then? Well, I mean, he obviously wants to sit on the Iron Throne. I mean, that's his whole deal, I guess. I don't, I mean, it's like, why? It just seems like a lot of work BS and you know how much in debt the seven kingdoms is to the iron bank across the sea so like do you really want to be like responsible for all the debt that's owed like I don't know I think that being the king of Westeros wouldn't be an awesome deal right now but yeah he I mean he wants to do that I don't know he's now he's in control of the veil right so I mean mm-hmm. he's a warden of I guess the east um so he's got that stuff going on with Robin or whatever I don't know I don't know where he's going. He wants to take over everything. He wants to be with Sansa. Sansa's an idiot. We'll see. You know? <laughs> like, we'll see. I know that he's going to probably cause problems for Daenerys. Mm-hmm. You know, because Varys and Littlefinger are kind of at odds. They both have their own schemes. You know, where you have Littlefinger, who really, I believe, does want the best for the Seven Kingdoms. Whereas Littlefinger wants them for himself. Like, he wants them for ego reasons. So, you know, Varys is back to Daenerys. And so he's backed, you know, Sansa. So maybe, maybe Littlefinger will try to get Sansa to mess up something for Daenerys when it comes to Daenerys and Jon, like, having an mm. alliance or something. But then again, you also have at the same time, they're all getting all the women characters together because there's this big, like, just like, oh, you know, yeah. Ghostbusters the five, the thing. It's the like, five we're, we're going to yeah. do the War of the Five Queens. So we're going to have Yara and the Sand Snake Lady, who cares? Uh, and then you have two eunuchs and a dwarf and then Daenerys. 
And then they're going to come over. They're going to fight Cersei. But then you have, you know, what's her face? Sansa. So Sansa going to join the chicks because she mm-hmm. hates Cersei. Yeah. You know, so I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And then Marjorie's gone. It's so sad. Oh. But her, her, we still got the grandma, though. Yeah, she's awesome. She's oh, wrecking oh, yeah, shop. Yeah. is on Team Daenerys. Yeah, too, yeah. yeah. So. Well, so, so with Daenerys, I mean, obviously, that's been the storyline that everybody's been waiting for mm-hmm. for so long. Is like, when's she actually going to come over? We yes. finally see her coming over. Yeah. What in season seven that's about to come up, what do you... How do you see that playing out in terms of Daenerys and their team storyline? Um, I mean, it's. I mean, it looks like they're setting sail for King's Landing straight up. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing is, how are they going to play out this? If my plan of Cersei blowing up the city, like it could go two ways: either Jamie strangles her, or she does in fact blow up the city, and maybe Jamie like strangles her later. So mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe she does like kind of have a successful trick again and like ends up killing some of her team. You know, who knows? I don't think that I mean, Daenerys will probably be flying around on a dragon, so she'll probably be cool. You know, the, I don't know if wild. I know fire cannot kill a dragon. I'm not entirely sure about wildfire, but I assume they're good. They're probably. Good. Yeah. So then there's the um, Yara's the, the other dude. The, what's it? Euron. Euron, Euron mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So he has boats. He's yeah. coming. He's well, doing some he? shit. I mean, he says he's building them, but how long does that really take? You know? Well, I mean, they had to introduce him for a reason, right? Yeah. So I what is it. what is that reason? Him? He's, he has that whole team. Yeah. Are they going to intercept them getting I mean, to King's Landing? Well, I mean, that's the only thing I can... That that makes a lot of sense now that you're bringing him up. I totally forgot about old stupid Euron. I wanted to, like, <laughs> blank him out of my memory. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's going to have to hook up with Cersei because he's a bad guy, you know? And yeah. so it's like, all right, I'll help you with my ships because you don't... Like, her armada got blown up in uh, the Blackwater... Season two. Yeah, yeah, Blackwater Bay situation. So, um, so yeah, she's definitely going to need his ships. So I guess they're going to form an alliance. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, she's not going to marry your no, Like, no, no, she no. won't marry that guy, but... I mean, I don't even know if they necessarily need to actually team up, just yeah. more be on the same side, yeah. right? Like, he, yeah. we know that he's he's trying to bang Daenerys. Right. That's not going to end well for, for well, anybody. I mean, Yara got there first. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> although, although Daenerys would never hook up with that guy anyway. Yeah, no, 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 definitely not. So, all right, so that's all going on. We're assuming they're going to come through the whole wildfire. Like, do you think the season finale will be the King's Landing, Flames, Cersei dead? I mean, it's interesting. It's like, are they going to do that? Or are they just going to, because that's the thing. Are you really just going to have one season with the Night's King? Because he seems like a really fucked up bad guy that's going to take some doing to figure out what to do with him. So, like, maybe maybe like the Night's King stuff will start happening more in that season and we'll get rid of the Cersei. Like, I just don't know how Cersei's going to hold out. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really have any allies. She doesn't really have any money. She doesn't really have any ships. Like she yeah. really doesn't. I mean, every, like the whole kingdom is very starved from the war of the seven Kings and everything. So it's just like, I don't know how she's going to defend herself that well, you know? So maybe she's dispatched earlier and then we get into Night's King stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the next season is just all Night's King shenanigans. I mean, I that would be crazy if they I got over early because then the wall needs to come down. It's so oh, yeah, point. We, yeah, I forgot. Well, yeah, the wall's gonna that could be see, we that could be the season finale. and then the wall comes down, the wall down. coming down, yeah. and like everyone coming, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That, well, then, so what's the Night King doing for this season then? Do we just get a little glimpse of him like we've been getting yeah. forever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So then it makes Keep sense then the for Cersei, could be it doesn't need to be right away that she yeah. gets done and then she keeps going on. And then Arya, she wants to go west of Westeros. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I hate, I love Arya so much in the books and I just hate what they've done with her in the show. Like I was so excited for her to go to Bravos, and like everything in Bravos have just been like, no, 
No, this is not this what I wanted. This isn't canon. This isn't what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm being I'm being a dork about it. So I'm yeah, and like she just gets over there so quick, and I don't know. It's a, do you really even want to go back to Winterfell after all this? I mean, you really want to hang out with Sansa? <laughs> like, you <laughs> do you, so do you like, think she ends up back in Winterfell? Uh, I mean, I how could she not? You know, I mean, how could she not show up? Like, you want to see? Well, because the question now is, does she go back to Winterfell? Mm-hmm. Does she keep going down her list and killing people, or does who, she just go straight? Is, do you know who else is on her list? I mean, there's Cersei, the Hound, technically. Well, I guess no, she was he, told the Mountain. The Mountain's off the list now. So no, no, no the Hound. Wait, what? They're the Hound. The Hound. Yeah, the Hound's off the list. Is the he? Is he? Yeah, because she thought he was dead. Yeah, but I mean, if she if he's not, then they, they can't be. They became the bros works. though. They yeah. were like double jeopardy. You can't kill him twice. There you okay. go. Okay, okay, cool. So go. we'll take the hound off, but the mountain's yeah. still there. I watched yeah. that season. Yeah, um, yeah. mountain Cersei. Dead, so those are off the list. She doesn't yeah, about the Boltons. Um, and she got those. I, I can't remember Raph Poliver. Oh I yeah, know, but yeah. I don't know if those are. Bo- I I get my books and my. Was shows the name of the executioner? The 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 was Poliver, right? The tickler? Is the tickler? Yeah. The tickler? The dude that I don't the, remember the, the tickler. The tickler monster. <laughs> the rat on the dude's stomach. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Ro- okay, there's Rorge and Biter, and then like Raph and the tickler or something. Or maybe Raph is the tickler. I can't, again, my. I don't remember that. My, it's all getting mushed up in there. So, so the hound, speaking of the hound, he is just got with the Brotherhood without banners again. Yes. Yeah. Which, That's a good place for him. Yeah. So he's going to be doing that whole thing. Yeah. How do you think him and the mountain come together again? Uh, well, I mean, okay, so I know that the Brotherhood Without Banners is not down with the Baratheons, you know, like they're super against Cersei as well. So I could just, I could definitely see them joining up with Daenerys's side or even just like being gorillas, you know, just like helping Daenerys by like on the sidelines. Um, so yeah, I could see them definitely going to be like, hey, like we, they need some help. Like mm-hmm. let's descend and take this whole kingdom back and make it not lame for everybody. Although I don't know, we'll... That whole that whole thing is off the rails too with Beric Dondarrion and there's no Lady Stoneheart. Um, Do you think we'll ever see Lady Stoneheart? No, it's too late at this yeah, point, right? It's too late, especially because they brought John back, so that kind of messes it up for like Catelyn being brought back. And then, yeah, and I, you know, I wish I, Jon Snow was like. Do you guys wish this? He just he seems like if you die, you come back. You like, should be a little bit different. You should be a little different. See, that's what I'm really... So, okay, I'm going off track here a little bit. The books. Do you think the books are going to handle things much differently than the show did? I hope so. I mean, I think I think so. I mean, it's already very different. So, I mean, there's definitely going to be a lot of differences. Um, but, I, yeah, like... But like, in terms of John, do you think that the books are going to make John a, a bit more dark or just different? Gregarious. Uh, well, okay, so he's so in the books he's been stabbed. Um he's got the stabby stab, but he has not we don't know what's happened after that. So we do know Melisandre's on the wall with him and she has pulled a glamour before where Mance it was somebody else, she just switched a roo. So I don't know exactly how it's gonna happen. I doubt that I didn't think before the show, I didn't see him coming back like that, where like the red woman brings him back. Mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't think that was gonna be a thing. But like with the with the books, I don't even I just don't even try to think about it because I just want to be surprised, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like I, I almost don't even want to watch the show anymore because I don't like the hold the door thing. It's like, <sighs> you know, that's some George R. R. Martin business. And like, I want to read it in the book. In his way. And yeah. Like, I know that's going to be like even more like as good as it was. And it like made me cry a little bit in the show. For the record, that was profound for me. 
Because even though I didn't watch the episode, I read the Geek and Sundry spoiler report, and I was like, that's pretty good. It was, it was like, so good. Hate I was watching so with my neighbors. Like, we had a Game of Thrones night. Yeah. And then, like, my one neighbor, Dava, she was, like, totally, she's like, oh, she's totally crying. She made me cry a little bit, and I was trying to cry in front of these guys. It was... Uh, I'm a tough chick. Yeah, well, you know, I don't. It's, I feel weird about crying in front. I'm an Aquarius. We don't like crying in front of people. We don't like. <laughs> Do Taurus cry in front of everybody? Because I cry in front of everyone. You know, <laughs> well, you everyone. guys are emotional beings, man. It's you true. Know, we you are. The, you're steady, but you you like the nice things. You know, you're touched by things. Oh, Greg's, Greg's very He's touched. touched. Yeah. Very very <laughs> touched. So what's up with my boy Gendry? We're gonna see him again. He's out there rowing. <laughs> Is he still rowing? It's been like three seasons of him rowing. Oh, well, talking about Arya, I bet she's going to see him. You think? You know, I bet Arya. Do you you think he'll ever be referenced again? I mean, I think, you know what? Here's my fan fiction thing. I want to see Arya and Gendry get together, and then they finally get to be together, and then they sail off, and they're just like, fuck this shit. This shit sucks. Like, we're just going (laughs) to go adventures. That's the West of Westeros. Yeah, seeing them go west. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but, you know, just let's go to the Summer Isles. I don't know. Like, there's there's some nice islands below where it's tropical. Hang out there. Like, go anywhere. (laughs) Like, Westeros kind of sucks. Like. Yeah, I'm very excited, man. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for good stuff. Because now that we're at the end, like I like that all the fan servicey stuff's happening. Yeah. I like that all the the questions that people had, the theories that people had, they're starting to get answered. Mm-hmm. Is it or is it not? You know, and it's cool. I think that the the end, the the finale, I thought was amazing. But yeah. the oh, reveal yeah. of the Jon Snow situation, the R plus J equals L thing, it's like. Why not just say Why it? Not just Why say not just say it? Why not just say it? You know? Yeah. Like, I thought Why it was kind of weird. I have a whisper like, there, yeah. Whispers. For another reveal later. That's not that a thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on. Come on. I love Lady Mormont. I oh, think yeah. that John oh, yeah. should become betrothed to her and let mm. her grow up and then marry her because she's the one. She's the one. She's the one. Yeah, like, she's bringing the thunder. She's the queen of the north. Yes. Okay, if he's yes. the king of the north, like, that little bitch is the best. Like, yeah. I love her little scowl. Great. Do you know about this? I've seen her on Reddit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you've seen yeah, yeah. her. You've definitely seen her. You're on the internet. Yeah, I know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. The big question: Have they figured yes. out who Star Lord's father is yet? Oh God, Greg. It's not Adam Warlock, unfortunately. Mm. I wanted it to be Adam Warlock. I did but too. I fucked it up. They did. I. They had his pod in the background. I thought it was gonna be. Good tease for that. that. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Kevin, take it. No, get back on your job. Do it, Kevin. Do, do it, it, Kevin. I, Kevin, it's your first I, episode. Close out the episode. Do, why do you do this? this I'm not prepared You know what you do? You take the baby bird who's really overweight and you throw him out of the nest. <laughs> and, and you say, straight down no, you, but you've got the soft bones. You're going to land. You're going ex- to ex- exit the show. Um, I actually don't ever listen to the Each and every week. Each and every week. Keep going. Oh, yeah. No. I, like, I, like, I don't ever listen to the outro of the show. It's the intro of the show again. I said outro. I know. Oh, is, is it? I don't know. I've never listened to it. By this point, I'm sleeping. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show. Each and every week. Each and every week. Four, sometimes Four, five. Four, sometimes five. Best friends. Best friends. Gather, gather around. around this table. Each bringing. Each bringing their own topic to the table. <laughs> Close enough. Sure. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. And they talk about it. And uh, you can get on, go on patreon.com forward slash. Kind of fun. Don't say forward slash. Patreon.com. Oh, we're not doing forward slash that's anymore. Only, that's a Nick thing. I, we never fucking did forward slash. That's a Nick thing. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us for nearly two hours. If they want to get it free, where do they go? 
Uh, YouTube.com forward slash. I You're only doing Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You this guys. has been a great show. You should definitely check her out over yeah. at Patreon.com slash Comic Book Girl 19. Yeah, forward slash. Forward no, slash no. Comic Girl 19. Nick isn't here. This also, was our one chance. Go to YouTube.com slash Comic Book Girl 19. Yes, yeah. Subscribe there. I got a big old awesome content. Ghostbusters review. Oh, good. Yeah. That's really great. positive. Yeah, the comment section is real positive. I'm sure they're thrilled, as they were with ours. We'll go, Greg. Kevin, until next time. It's been our pleasure pleasure to serve you. Yeah, they said already. It's been our pleasure to serve you. I hate you, Kevin. (laughs) God damn it!